Hello, everybody. Welcome to Directly to You. It's the 132nd episode. I'm AJ from Fanatics 4, but I'm also joined by OK Beast, two members of OK Beast, Ian and Alex, who has never been here before, ever, ever, even once. I tried to get Alex on the podcast a long time. I said, I said no. Long time <laughs> I said, ago. I said no. He said, I <laughs> hate your podcast. Yeah, I never no. want to talk to you, especially <laughs> when it's recorded. Um, yeah. But also, I'm, I'm going to be on their podcast. That goes up Monday? Yeah, Monday the 28th. Yeah, so check that out. All their stuff is linked in the description, dude. Uh, but anyway, this guy. you could support this channel by going to youtube.com slash fanatics4, twitch.tv slash fanatics4, and giving us $4.99. Or if you have Amazon Prime, link it to your Twitch account, and you get the Prime Gaming free sub, dude. It's, it's just it's a great time. It's that easy, man. Take, take Jeff's money and give it to us. <laughs> Okay. Yep. All right. I love, I love saying I love saying Jeff because it takes away the the hurt of. Yeah. Don't Jeff even Jesus give him real. his full name. It's like, it's like your friend Jeff. It's like you're going to your friend Jeff's house and you're stealing money from him. Take little homie Jay's money and give it to <laughs> us. You could join our supporters only Discord. You can get free emotes. You get switch keys from time to time. You get game of time with us. You get to play Smash Brothers with me when I'm streaming and I don't have anybody else to fight. <laughs> you know, but. Also, you could join our Discord for free just by clicking the link in the description. You could talk to Brad. I'm still not giving Duncan his shout out because F Whoa. Duncan. <laughs> honestly, dude. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> Duncan slighted me. I don't remember how, but he did. I <laughs> don't even remember how. You hate this man, but you won't yeah, even man. say why. <laughs> no, I love Duncan. He just doesn't get a shout out. Even though by me saying he doesn't get a shout out, I'm giving him a shout out. Yeah, anyway, dude. we're gonna, you know, we're just going to get into the show. That's I would good. ask you guys what games you're playing, but we talked about that. Are you playing anything that we didn't talk about in your podcast? League of Legends. Baby. Oh, yeah, baby. Let's go. <laughs> oh, I mean, technically, for- League, uh, League Wild Rift is going to be coming to Switch, isn't it? Hype. And we're getting ready for Pokemon Unite. We're trying to go pro. It's true. We're going it's to the true. pro circuit. The real actual League. Top lane. The real one. League is just the prequel, dude. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean honestly, I mean, Pokemon Unite that? is going to be awesome. <laughs> I'm really excited. Yeah, I know nothing about MOBAs, so uh, I'm expecting you guys to walk me through it, just like I'm expecting Ian to walk me through Monster Hunter Rise. So They had yeah. new footage revealed today with that, and I'm telling you, man, the more this game gets revealed, the more I'm like, ooh, ooh boy, this is exciting. I mean, we can talk about that if we have time and news. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll see. You're, we'll you get, got the we'll reins, man. You tell us what to talk about. We'll see. We'll see. But since we already talked about games and league isn't on switch and the real league isn't out yet let's just you know dive right into the news dude i want to talk about something that was interesting throughout this year is everybody was looking at how nintendo was announcing games and being like oh well they're not announcing anything there's no new nintendo direct so that means that they don't have any games dude but then they're like okay it's a random monday it's 10 a.m. Let's announce a game that's going to sell 9 million copies easy. You know, like they, they've just been throwing out whatever, whenever, yep. as far as we're concerned. And there's no like pomp and circumstance. They just drop Paper Mario's trailer on their YouTube channel. Um, and what I want to know is if this will have a continued impact beyond now, because obviously they can't really do anything but that. Like there's a lot of like, knobs that need to be turned and a lot of people that need to be involved when it's a full-on nintendo direct but it doesn't really take that much to just be like okay here's a trailer um Mm. but the return on this approach has been similar right like they put up a paper mario trailer um for origami king and it got more views than the direct before that 
So mm. do they even need their Nintendo Directs for games, for their games I, at least? I don't really think so. And we were just talking earlier about Monster Hunter Rise, right? Like that game, like they, what? They, I think they announced it like the day before, like, yo, by the way, 6 a.m., we're going to mm -hmm. put a video out. And then Monster Hunter World and Iceborne have sold a stupid amount of money. And on the DS, that's like where Monster Hunter became like a staple title, right? So the fact that there wasn't a new Monster Hunter for the Switch, that's like people have been kind of wanting that for years now. So this major moneymaker for both Capcom and Nintendo just ran, like, again, like you said, no pomp and circumstances yeah. and dropped out of nowhere. Like this, the reason why I'm excited is because I'm a Monster Hunter fan, but like from like a macro perspective, like this game is going to sell so much because all the people that, like you, AJ, for example, and Bob, who like know about Monster Hunter now because of the zeitgeist from the PS4, but are mainly Switch people, are going to be like, oh, yeah, of course, I'm getting this. And then like, right. it's going to pull in those people that, oh, maybe had the 3DS but never got the PS4 version. Like, okay, I'm going to jump in. Like, it, this is going to be a, like, we're talking about Origami King selling a lot of money or getting a lot of money for Nintendo. I think this is going to, like, far and away destroy sales when it comes mm -hmm. out. So, yeah, I yeah, feel like, weird. you know, I think the directs are still useful. And the fact that like there are more people, there there are people, I should say, that want more info than just like that trailer. And even if it is an in-depth trailer, like the direct is like a chance for them to, you know, get in front of the camera sometimes. I mean, they don't really do that every time, but like just give like little blurbs and more context mm -hmm. to like what you can expect from the experience. And maybe that's like maybe the maybe the directs are kind of like, you know, the kind of preemptive like primer for like, hey, this is like it depends on the way they do it. Sometimes they announce games on the direct. Sometimes it's like after they've announced that they have like that, you know, that here's like this one's all focused on, you know, Animal Crossing, you know. Right. I feel like the directs kind of serve as primers and then like that last touch point before the game comes out to really like convert people. And then that big trailer is really what like, you know, gets so many views on it, like concentrated views. Everybody looking at this thing is interested in this thing. Whereas like the directs, it's like, um, you know, you kind of got like a smattering of people who mm -hmm. like they might be looking for like the next JRPG. They don't really care about, you know, whatever, like let's say Fortnite on Switch. I don't know. <laughs> but like, you know, I don't know. I feel like the direct gets more eyes from a lot of different people and the trailers are just like that concentrated people who Yeah, like people that are Mario fans. They see exactly. Mario in the thumbnail and they click on And I think that's Mario. why those things get more views because there's people that go out there and are just like, I'm gonna watch this five times, and like, and there's the you know the game explains of the world who are like, hey, we're gonna like dissect yeah, this for ninety true. minutes, right? And then right, everybody right. else is like, oh, let me go, like, yeah. I feel like there's that kind of spirit with Nintendo stuff that might something, lead to something that yeah. we talked about a lot uh, throughout the year was also the fact that like people tuning in for the the hope of a big game and a Nintendo Direct also yeah. bringing attention to the smaller games. Mm -hmm. But what I found interesting is something like Jump Rope, right? Or recent, more recently, Kirby Fighters 2. Kirby Fighters was trending on Twitter when they, yeah. announced, when mm. they shadow dropped that game. I don't think that would have happened in a Nintendo Direct. That would have been a game that's yeah. like, okay, yeah, that, that, that exists. You know, like that would have yeah. been the game on the bottom part of the hammock <laughs> like so mm. i i don't know is it a wild how like because that's a free-to-play game right uh i think it's 20 bucks oh is it okay for some reason mm. i had in my mind is like free-to-play and there's like cosmetics you could get i guess not but it's funny that, that like, Kirby's, like uh, there is like a that. kirby game like that oh, yeah it was the i forget what it came out two years ago or something like that i yeah, can't remember 
Um, it's funny that but Kirby I... has been relegated to like the shadow drop Twitter announcement and not, I don't know. Yeah, like not I mean, like he's a, like a tier. B-tier. He's like a B tier. Like, what's that say about the brand of Kirby? Like, I don't know. I mean, I'm not trying to like. I'm Kirby... not trying to poop on Kirby fans right now. It's just mm-hmm. an observation. I, well, I just think that Kirby is like an effervescent thing. Like people like Kirby because of like it's like a Hello Kitty thing. Chill. People like the design. Yeah, like there's nothing to it. Like yeah. in the mo- in the nicest possible way. Like Kirby Air Ride, Kirby Adventure. Like all those games have like a fun. Like it, I think that Kirby is the instilled philosophy of what Nintendo wants games to be. Mm-hmm. And then Mario and like Zelda are their games evolving over time. Like, yeah. you know, that whole thing where it's like, we don't care about graphics or X, Y, and Z. We just want games to be fun. Like that's yeah. what I think Kirby will always end up being. And that's why Kirby will always have a fan base because there's always new people trying to go into the game space. So Kirby games are not difficult to play. They're just a fun, cute little diorama that you can kind of mess around with. Um, But back to the original question, I think that Nintendo directs are slowly morphing into like indie game showcases Mm. because more often than not, we, meaning like everyone who plays video games, right? We already know about the major IPs for Nintendo, right? We know about Mario. We know about Zelda. We know, like we have our pulse on these major franchises from Nintendo, right? And the issue, not the issue, I guess the, the thing with the Switch is that much like the PS4 was back in the day, everything gets brought to it because it's one of the most um, populated systems, right? Mm-hmm. So it becomes this thing of like, the issue isn't that there isn't enough games on the system, it's that it's discoverability. So instead of making their store more accessible and, and more um, organized, they just make these, they should, or I think they kind of already have made these videos that break down these these highlighted indie games, like these like what is it called? Like developers choice games that they really, really yeah. like that they see quality in, put the spotlight on them. Like, we, like with the last one, like boyfriend dungeon and, and all these other ones. I would, in there. Yeah. You know? And I, this and is kind of getting series, different territory, but based on what Ian just said, like I'd love to see how, and I know Nintendo has like the Nintendo news feed on your switch and, and like that kind of stuff. I would love to see that expanded. And like when you're, when you're shopping on like the iOS store, you know, look in the, in the like game section, there's like editor's choice and like, mm-hmm. you know, they do entire blurbs on games that you can go and get recommendations versus just like looking at bestsellers or coming soon or that kind of thing. I, yeah, I wish or that, even like the yeah. more algorithmic approach where it's like, yeah. you played this game, you'll probably yeah. like this game. Mm-hmm. I mean, just fuse those two things together. Like, oh, you just we saw you liked Kirby, the... so you might like, like a, a similar cute style game or whatever. And I think this is actually a big problem in this ecosp- ecosystem right now is that I think that every single store for every single cluttered. system besides Steam, it, not even cluttered, just objectively bad. Like, mm. it is hard to find games half the time. Most of the time, it is cluttered. Most cases, like, no one really knows how to filter things out. Like, I mean, Steam has its own set of problems, but I think Steam yeah. has it closest or whatever um, to what a good functioning system store is. Um, like, again, like, I, they just they do the thing that I just described where it's like, oh, you liked this. So based off those tags, here's like three games that you might also like or whatever. They have a queue of like, okay, you can, whatever you put on your wish list or on things you want to buy, that will mm-hmm. also feed into the data of, oh, we saw this is on your wish list. This also just came out. You should check this out. And yeah. then kind of yada, yada, yada. Nintendo is like, here's the games that we make that will always be front and center because we want the money from that. And then, Here's the best sellers because that our is selling best. Yeah, and then here's our friends. Like that's that's the thing is that 
that, that's and a whole other And that's issue. interesting because they've talked about in the past how they want Switch to be Steam. They're like, if your game could be on the Steam, we want it on Switch. So, like, no, they them, don't. They have, have they ever been on Steam? They know what games are on Steam, dude. They don't want to be Steam, dude. I don't, I don't know, man, because they, they're pretty lax on their like policies with like, I guess so. and, like, all the that Japanese like, e stores. There, there's wild, way yeah. more games yeah. on Switch that get censored on, say, PlayStation that Nintendo's just like, ah, whatever, dude. They'll I guess so. I guess if it's third party, I guess if it's <laughs> one day, I guess if it's third party, they don't care, but like, first party, the whole, yeah. like, um, the deep um the deep meme of like oh man all the fire emblem games are, are censored because i can't feed my waifu the candy in oh the game like you know that me remember with the 3ds yeah. games it was like yeah. that yeah um, but i mean even yeah. to that point like i i think it's a case-by-case thing depending on the the specific team because they have bayonetta they published that game <laughs> that's well i mean yeah i guess it's like um, a more recent thing i guess mm-hmm. and i feel like th- them acquiring bayonetta is so strange and i feel like we do a whole yeah. episode about that because it's like that to me is not indicative of nintendo's normal business practices it feels very much like um i don't know the word in english but like essentially it feels like Nintendo new people who made Bayonetta, they all mm. went to get drinks one night and they're, listen, bro, our company's going under. We can't yeah. make the, the, the hair game anymore. And then a guy at Nintendo's like, all right, fine. Like, and then just bought them out or whatever. That's what it yeah. feels like, you know? So, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I just think that their, their approach this year i had a feeling that it would have a lasting effect on them as far as like maybe not completely ousting nintendo directs because they themselves speak about not really wanting to do it but at least relying on them less because people before and in a similar way to like when they stopped going to e3 it was like nintendo's gonna fail now how can you announce a game without e3 that's not possible and like, okay whatever Watch fast forward to now everybody is like three. what is that <laughs> you yeah. know yeah because um, you can have more control over the message right like there's no reason for you to clutter the message with everyone else saying stuff just say it a month before have a, when people are clamoring for something and there's no reason to pay the esa to do what you can do like people are there because of the individual companies that make up the event not because the esa so why are they the ones profiting off of it you know yeah. like why am i paying you a fee <laughs> yeah have a booth and all, all of those stuff um but yeah i don't i don't know I think that we might get a mixture of this year where it's like there's certain games where they're like, maybe we don't have to put Mario in a direct. And the same way that like Pokemon, right? Like when a new Pokemon game's coming out, Pokemon fans are not going to expect a reveal of a Pokemon game in a general Nintendo direct. We know that that's going to be a Pokemon. An hour long, yeah. An hour yeah. long thing talking about two frames. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Like it's, it, that's what it's going to be. Exactly. So I can see them doing that more with like their S tier franchises, their Mario's, their Zelda's, you know, all that stuff. And then for the A tier franchises, the Donkey Kong's, the Kirby's and stuff like that, they would be the ones to carry everything else in the direct, you know, where um, it's like, okay, we got a couple indies. We we got the um, newest Yacht Club game or whatever, right? We want to put a spotlight on that. Spoiler, it's more Shovel Knight. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> it's Shovel Knight 32 bit. But well, I, I, I gotta give it to it's what's what's the other the ninja game they're doing? Um, uh, Cyber Shadow. Yeah, there you go. That's what it's called. Um, but yeah, like I I can see them using just a lower tier of their franchises that can't necessarily generate the same hype 
as their like top of the top tier game by themselves to yeah. elevate everything else because pretty much every Nintendo IP is more recognizable than most other IP owned by other game develop develop studios develop mm. ah you know develop, <laughs> develop ten more times develop 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 yeah, develop, develop developing <laughs> exactly exactly uh, but yeah. That's my general thoughts on this. You guys have any final thoughts on this topic specifically before we move on? Not this Don't. topic. I think, uh, I mean, I, I agree with, I think you have a lot of great insights. So. You're no, amazing. I've AJ. never had a single, I've never had a single so idea much. ever. Thank you for having me Thank on the show. Thank you so much, dude. I appreciate it. You know, I try. <laughs> I try. <laughs> no, but also people who try, we do segues here. Parker usually does the segues. Though. Whoa. It's Microsoft. They're trying real hard to get everybody's love and adoration by buying all these studios. And one of the studios that they recently bought is Bethesda, who's a studio that recently started to embrace Nintendo. And now yep. it's like, you just started being here dude now you're going over there to microsoft is that yeah. going to change anything i don't I know <laughs> i think microsoft and nintendo have a great relationship yeah. now and we've already seen like xbox exclusives come to you know with cuphead ori now ori 2 um right like i, I think i think bethesda will continue to publish on that platform um i mean like they're just leaving if there's any console at this point in time you want to be on it's switch you know at least i feel like the the attach rate is still like pretty uh nutty yeah and yeah i mean i think i think it'll be fine but what do you think the main thing for me that gives me pause is i feel like even microsoft prioritizes putting the games on switch that feel like traditional nintendo games yeah. um so it would it would seem like they would be more hesitant to put a doom on switch right mm -hmm. like they they wouldn't necessarily want to be like oh we know fallout hasn't been on there before let's try it now yeah they just will keep it so fallout's not on Ooh. nintendo platform oh man yeah fallout would be rad on on switch i wonder if i mean like we've already seen what wolfenstein there's a version of wolfenstein yeah on wolfenstein switch. uh um, young blood's on there too uh, young blood's on there mm. uh we have doom obviously like i think I think they'll look at those numbers because they obviously have access to all of, you know, the sales history now. And I think if, I don't know, if there's good money there, I think they'll just continue. Like, hey, we have proof it's going to work. Like, all of our games perform well on that console. Bring us more money. We're focusing more on software now. Like, why wouldn't we do that? You know what I mean? But, right. And that gives them even more money to acquire the other studios they want to acquire. And I think if they do that, that presents even better of a case for games pass on switch Dude. because like if they start buying whole studios that they're like we just bought them so that we can use them on games pass they're going to still operate much in the same way that they used to i mean why if, not think about imagine like, a future where game pass is an app mm -hmm. that's what i'm saying yeah, systems I mean, that's what that it's on android if, like xcloud right like yeah, imagine why can't saying, you have it on android why can't you get on switch yeah. Really, can you imagine? Yeah, I'm saying, can you imagine like you open up your X, like it's Xbox? Like, they stop making systems, and it's like you open oh, up like do, 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 Xbox. Open I mean, in theory, to, yeah. in theory, you could you could run XCloud off of a yeah. Switch, can you? By yeah, like, you install like, the Android, Android APK uh -huh. or whatever, right? Like, right. In theory, like, it wouldn't work the way that is intended, obviously. But like th that is already a possibility, and it's not even that difficult to do. So like, 
I can imagine a weird hypothetical future where Microsoft is like, listen, we lose money year after year after year making these boxes and we're just tired of, of losing that investment. And we're already making like, you ever hear about the, the money behind gym memberships, why they make so much money? Uh, cause people buy them and thing. they forget <laughs> or they, exactly. they're, they're, like, like so, they buy them to feel good. They're like, I do here, do me. And yeah. then they just never go. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, it's the proposition of value mm-hmm. is why people do it. Right. They're like, Oh, well I'll buy this membership, which will then motivate me to go to the gym more. And I mean, then nine yeah. out of 10 times they don't use it. Right. So like, mm-hmm. it's the exact same that, thing behind like, Oh, this game is 90% off sale. I might as well buy it because that value proposition is so high. And One reason why I have ninety-two subscription services for street like Netflix yeah. and Hulu, yeah. and I never watch exactly. any of that <laughs> ever. <laughs> I'm too busy playing Switch. <laughs> but um, but yeah, like I think that that might be. There's a hypothetical future where there might be that might be a thing where like um, Xbox is like, forget it, we'll just be an app instead. Still control all the studios they do. Still kind of play this like behind the scenes player, and then you'll just open up your Switch with like the giant X, like black and green X or whatever on it. Um, so, I mean, that would be cool. But I think going back to the Bethesda stuff, um, I don't see why. Like, I don't know the over-under of porting a game. I don't mm-hmm. know how much work that takes. Obviously, there's entire studios dedicated to doing that, mm-hmm. um, like porting and remastering. But it's funny that we mentioned like the Dooms and the Young Bloods or whatever, these action-oriented games that require like Twitch movement and stuff. Those games tend to be a little bit more difficult to play on the Switch, like just ergonomically um and they also require a lot more resources to run Mm -hmm. um more often than not um so even though i think i can see a future where those games like a doom because doom obviously doom 64 is the thing like back Mm -hmm. in the day that relationship already is in theory there's like strands there right um in in my opinion i think having a fallout collection or having um a skyrim collection or, or the older games like that make way more sense because again it is it doesn't require twitch muscles you have the um the vats system in, in fallout it's more of a an rpg which is i think a perfect outlet for the switch both ergonomically and systemically i think that's probably the best macro play but again i don't know behind the scenes what's going on if they want to restrict the ip to certain outlets or they want to kind of be more methodical about how they release these games year after year. I'm not really sure, but all um, I want yeah. is dishonored on Nintendo switch. Like out of this, Alex, acquisition, that would be, that would be, that would be horrible. Oof, what do you, ta- be, what do you, that would be sick. I'm Odeon. It would absolutely. not, it would, it would play oh, awfully. What are you talking ooh, about? Just get you a Bro, pro they can controller. Get the Witcher, if they can get the Witcher three to work. I'm not, okay. I'm not saying that working and working are different. You can get, the PowerPoint Witcher 3 presentation all you want. But I'm saying Dis- Dishonored requires in my in my If they can get Doom on there, I think they can get Dishonored on there. I think it's, it's like even I moving. think it's even less so about that cuz I think that's the Are you guys the, talking about like the ergonomics of it? Like I, the, I think that a lot of people gravitate towards that in favor of porting more games where it's like, well, if they can get Witcher working on Switch, it's like, yeah, sure, whatever. But <laughs> if they can make a game like Breath of the Wild on Switch, I feel like pretty much any game could work on Switch as far as like mechanically. It's just they wouldn't be able to just be like, ah, yeah, compression. Who who does that? You know, just throw our yeah. assets on there. Optimization. We don't need that. We got these super powered yeah. computers in plastic box. You know, like that. That sort of thing. I think is what hinders games from coming over to Switch is because it's not as easy, easy to port over a Switch game 
or a game to switch as it would be to say a pc game to playstation yeah. 4 or now playstation 5 yeah you know? sure the Thumbs other up. thing about this whole microsoft situation you guys hear this like this uh rumor i barely even want to call it that that they're What's trying the to buy sega really yeah mm-hmm. so a lot it's all stuff that's like freaking 4chan sort of situation of like they, they oh, just great. announced a blue xbox series x controller uh, oh yeah i saw this the stuff. blue in his background yeah, yeah. like it's sonic that's a five blue. head idea that's a that's sonic a, a blue head idea <laughs> <laughs> y'all y'all hmm. y'all are go, please leave your basement once a week. it just please, doesn't make any sense on multiple levels for them to do that because since mm. when has mm. like I, I guess they could try like that would be a play for them in japan maybe yeah. but but since when have people and gravitated I mean, they, did towards... show, they did just do a whole presentation about xbox in japan with tokyo game show so yeah. i see maybe making an extrapolation off that but like no like for, yeah. for what like the, is i think the only other like way that this rationale is coming to play is like oh well all the yakuza games are coming to game pass mm-hmm. and they just showed up at tokyo game show so that's oh it's it's happening it will like Sonic. again and we and we just talked about the bayonetta joke right where like uh, japanese business is very different from the traditional like western business it's not right. a market that is easily penetrable because mm-hmm. again a lot of again i'm not saying this from someone who knows nothing about it. Like I lived in Japan for many years. My right. family is Japanese and stuff. Like it's a thing where it's a market that is very hard to penetrate because of how business works over there. Right. Mm. I wasn't saying the Bayonetta deal happening at a bar somewhere late, late at night. That's, that's how a lot of those deals yeah. work. I mean, it's more personable. It's not just about, Ooh, you have money. We have money. You have resources. Yeah. We have resources. Like, we can have more money and resources together. They're like, yeah, exactly. but like do I want to freaking drink sake with you, dude? Nah. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like relationships, legacy. Um, and obviously being a Japanese company, absorbing another Japanese company is way more likely, right? Mm-hmm. Like I would definitely see like a Sony absorbing a Sega because again, Yakuza games, right. Out, came out on PlayStation before they came out on Xbox. And I think that yeah. them losing, I mean, Yakuza is only getting bigger and bigger year after year, right? So besides mm-hmm. so- Sonic, right? And, and Sonic is a huge, like they have gold statues of Sonic in, um, in Japan, right? So mm-hmm. I, I don't know if that would be a thing where a Japanese company would approach a Western company. Like, oh yeah, like let's b- buy us out or whatever. They, I think they would approach like 10 other Japanese studios and or Chinese studios, like a Tencent or something like that, mm-hmm. which I think already was rumored to try and absorb... Um, another Japanese studio, right? Like that, that talking about rumors, like I think that came out pretty recently, either Sega or some other company said that they were going to eventually be bought out by Tencent, but then stayed independent for, for something, for some mm-hmm. reason. Um, but yeah, no, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't see it, but again, it's 2020. You never know what can happen. So. Yeah. I mean, I didn't expect Xbox to buy Bethesda. So <laughs> that, yeah, that know. was a shock too. <laughs> But I just don't think it makes any sense. I think that like if and there's a question about this later. I think if any company were to buy Sega and it be like beneficial to their like business uh, in the long term, it would be Nintendo because a lot of their franchises are associated with Nintendo now, where it's like if a monkey ball game comes out, people are going to mostly buy that on Switch. Same thing for Sonic, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Sonic and Mario Olympic games or whatever. Mm. Um and, and I don't think Xbox, like, I, one, I, I don't mean to uh, offend any Sonic fans in, that are listening. Wow. I respect you. I respect your fans. 
I don't know if Sonic as a brand, and I know that Sega publishes way more than Sonic, but I mean, do they? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, Yakuza. I mean, Yakuza, yeah, I mean, Yakuza Sonic. True. Like, I'm trying to think of anybody else. Or anybody I mean, they else. own Bayonetta, so there's true, that. Yeah, I just don't think that that brand like has as much recognizability with the Xbox audience, and also, yeah, I don't think the brand itself. I could be wrong. It has as much staying power as it used to. Like it doesn't. It's not as like the Sonic brand is not as potent as it once was. Like there have been Jet some good games, radio? like Sonic Mania. That's Ooh, been Persona. Like, Persona. Persona. True. Sega, yeah, yeah, they do uh, have Atlas. So, like, and, 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 and that's the other thing is that that it, it circles back to what you were saying before is that do you really think that PlayStation is gonna let Xbox walk in and take one of the largest franchises yeah. to come out yeah. on the PlayStation Four? No, right. there, like, there's no, there's no way that like that is happening, like zero percent, like whether or not. Like, yeah, I maybe I'm talking about Bud actually, because they have that's a lot of games actually. Well, I'm saying that's just, I mean, I I'm seeing a bunch that. of things here. Besides, like, it's pretty much from at least from a Western studio um, or from a Western um, purchaser POV. It's literally just Yakuza, which literally became a Western accessible franchise like two years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, Persona, roughly the same thing. Like, again, these very inherently Japanese games that are, like, only recently in the past five years becoming super popular. Mm -hmm. And the rest are, like, very Japanese games, like Sega Net Mahjong Tournament, like, um, and then, like, Sonic and, and stuff like that. Like, Fantasy Star Online, which is a notoriously Japanese game. Yeah. Um, Judgment, you know, stuff like that. So, like, I think that... Um, I, I do agree with Alex that, like, a lot of the brands that Sega used to be associated with are not... Like older brands are not as strong. Like they don't have a bevy of, of brands for Westerners to associate. They didn't say with. that one. Like it used to be like Sonic is Sega. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And yeah. now it's like I had trouble. I had trouble remembering. But I mean, if you, I mean you, I, you you point them out. I'm like, yeah, that is actually a lot. I would of argue that's still the case. Like as far as like um, how consumers think. Like I don't associate Persona with Sega. Like you, they you own associate with Atlas. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Right. But. It's, it's kind of in the same way with the like Bethesda thing of like how they're supposed to still be operating autonomously from Microsoft where Bethesda is still Bethesda. Atlas is still Atlas in my mind yeah. where it's like technically Persona is a Sega IP, but I think of it as an is Atlas it? IP. Yeah, that's valid. But it's and this is where I, we're kind of or not we like I'm out of my um, out of my depths on this one where I'm like, yeah, like it doesn't make sense to me for. Sega to get absorbed by any other company besides another Japanese company, especially mm. a PlayStation, like a, a, ver a brand that is very associated with PlayStation, right? right. Um, but I mean, again, like we said earlier, you never know. And I also just yeah. searched as we were talking, uh, Sega's net worth roughly is around $2 billion. Um, so again, okay. it's not which impossible, right? Wasn't the wasn't the transfer for Bethesda like what seven? Yeah, 7. I mean 8. Microsoft could do it easy. I think Nintendo could swing it. They have a pretty good, a pretty big war chest of just money they can do whatever with. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know if Sony can. I, it might be a little bit more tight for Sony. <laughs> yeah. But but if, but I think if it's between those three they might cut them I, and, yeah i mean yeah, if like, anything i, I think, I think sony would just like try to buy the, yeah it's definitely not a nintendo it's not a nintendo sort of thing to do like they've mm -hmm. only acquired like one studio yeah. in the in recent memory and that was retro and it was literally yeah. to recoup they were like to if we don't them, yeah. buy this no not to save them to save their investment specifically because oh. they started the company together with um former iguana 
developers and stuff like that. Mm. Um, and they were just spending money, just, you know, being Westerners. And Nintendo's like, this is not sustainable. You have 250 mm. employees. You're working on four different projects. None of them are done or anywhere close mm. to it. We got to buy you out, you know? So like, that's, yeah. that's how that happened. They don't do yeah. it because they're like, we need more manpower or we need more IP. They do it mm. only when they feel like they need to. Yeah, true. For, and I feel like, like logistically, also, and I feel like also going back to the Atlas thing, I feel like Atlas games take so incredibly long mm-hmm. because in relation to other teams, they're just so small. So I feel mm-hmm. like that would be a value proposition for Sony of like, hey, we have testers here, we have like a huge team of like we make the PlayStation. Like, if you need help, like let's let's figure out a relationship that is sustainable. You made one of the most popular RPGs in our system in years, so. Like, let's make it a thing. Um, right. So, so yeah. I'd be curious if if Sega and Atlas would even want to do that, though, because it seems like they're trying to move away from being just a Sony thing, especially after they saw, like, how well um, Persona, which one, three? Persona three or, it was three, that went on PC? Oh, I was recently? four. Oh, four, three yeah. or four. Yeah, four. four. But do you, that but do you know really that, well. That, so they're, yeah, like, but do you know how hard it was? Like, there's interviews of, like, oh, like, we hope that people buy this game on PC mm-hmm. and we really hope. And then every Persona fan is like, bro, we've been asking you since 2000. Yeah, we're going to freaking buy it, dude. Are you kidding me? And then, like, it sold insanely well. And they're, like, still like, well, what about the pa- like, what about Persona 3? And what about, you know, Persona yeah. 2 and 1? And, like, I, and the fighting games, can we port those? And they're like, we are still uh, thinking <laughs> about it at I mean, this they said time. It in a, um, they said it in a recent investor meeting that they plan to port more, at least more of the like legacy games yeah so sure. potentially five three two, but it's one, but it, i think it all comes down to time like right they're mm. not doing it themselves or sorry i think they sent it off to a port studio mm. like a, a japanese port studio to do four but like it's time and money like mm. manpower like those games i don't even necessarily like, mean yeah. that this is something that they're definitely going to do uh apart from anybody i just mm. mean that because they floated this idea of like oh shoot we tried the pc thing it did really well do we want to be a multi-platform studio now yeah entirely yeah i think it's or at least at the very least switch and playstation yeah i think this is the the nature of the time we're in right it doesn't make sense anymore to be console agnostic or console yeah console agnostic whatever like it it doesn't make sense because you're just losing money like Mm. It's not like back in the day where people would be like, oh, man, I, I read PlayStation till I die. I'm buying 100 copies of Gex the Time Lizard or whatever. <laughs> it's like, no, I'm going to buy whatever thing that I want that I'm avail- like, that's available to me. Right. Yeah. Um, and they're just lo- like, I mean, I think PlayStation fans would freak out if like a major Xbox franchise came um, to Xbox. Right. Same thing that goes back and forth between all the systems. So I think that most studios are now like learning like if we don't have an exclusivity deal there's no reason why we shouldn't yeah i mean even the oems themselves as far as xbox and playstation are concerned they're like xbox is like going full bore they're like ah you want a nintendo you want a playstation fine and playstation's mm-hmm. like okay we'll put it on pc <laughs> you know yeah. nintendo's still nintendo time. but <laughs> yeah so yeah uh We'll see. We'll see what studio Xbox buys next and whether or not it'll impact Nintendo. We'll see. What if <laughs> but, Xbox buys Nintendo? Yo, that would be the power play, dude. Sony and PlayStation merge. 
into Sony, Sony, Sony box, buy out Nintendo. No, you know what would be the biggest power play? Tell me. <laughs> if, if Apple Tencent was like, you know, we want to be in games. We're <laughs> buying Nintendo. <laughs> like, I think that as far as like, and you talked about, I mean, like, I think that, that if any American company that is like adjacent to games could do it, or American companies, let's extrapolate a little bit more. Um, I think Apple could buy Nintendo, and I think Disney could buy Nintendo because those are two companies that Nintendo but already have the relationship. Yeah, they already have a relationship, and they've said multiple times that they base their business model on them and a lot mm-hmm. of different verticals of their business. Um, so it, it just feels like a lot of people there at Nintendo um, admire Disney and Apple. So it wouldn't mm. surprise me if they were like, they're like, fine, Maybe. I guess. If there was any company. <laughs> Mario's coming yeah. to Apple Arcade. Oh my I mean, God. he already's there. He's already there with Mario Jump, right? Or whatever True. the name of the app Mario, is. Mario so. Mario Run. Yeah. Mario Run. I thought it was Mario Jump, my bad. It should be. Yeah, it should be. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, I think it's like, I think there's a Sonic jump or something like that. It's like somebody what? made That's a meme even... about oh, that. No. And it like just doesn't make any sense about them Jesus. being like, no, you guys got to swap. You guys got to move over, dude. You guys got to trade because it doesn't make any sense. But I mentioned retro a little bit earlier um, and they're topical and the next discussion that we're going to have and that's because they keep buying out or not buying out but poaching developers from like high profile gate like you know hardcore gamer games recently they um hired a level designer an environment designer from god of war and they hired a few different people from different call of duty eras to develop Prime 4 specifically. That makes sense. Yeah, I I think it makes sense from people that aren't like super big Metroid fans because every time I talk talk to Metroid fans about how Metroid, I mean, for all intents and purposes, especially Prime, is a shooter, they're like, it's not really a shooter. It's a, you know, it's an adventure game. It's a shooter. (laughs) I mean, you know who they should be recruiting if, if they're smart? Okay, talk about okay. This we're talking about like selling and moving things around. Mm-hmm. This would be a hyper giga brain play for Nintendo. They sell the IP of Metroid to Bethesda because literally Doom is just Metroid. That's like it literally that's what it is. Like replace the demons with aliens, and then you have the same type of game. Like movement, power ups, puzzles, puzzles. You got platforming. Yeah, like that's like, and it kind of sucks to say because like. Doom was allowed to evolve because Doom 2016 was so popular, right? Like Doom to Doom Eternal is like a huge jump mechanically um, and like aesthetically and all this other stuff. But like Metroid has been dead for so long that like it unfortunately has skipped out on these chances to evolve um, now to the point where we're, we're at where we're at right now. And like the heart of that franchise is taken by another franchise that a different dev studio has made. You know what I mean? See, but that's the thing that I, I don't know if I agree with that. I think that Nintendo's uh, perspective on game development could be huge for Metroid Prime in the same way that their perspective on game development was big for Breath of the Wild. Like, I don't think just any studio that makes open world action games could have made that game. Oh, no, Um, for sure. I, I agree with that. But I'm saying just like, game to game like if you look at 
what was it the, um, the one that came out for the wii whatever metroid prime prime three yeah like I, whichever one where it was like the same pov as doom like i'm having like well, that's all three playing primes. that one all yeah three primes doom yeah like and i'm just feeling like there's like there is a, a comparison to be made there yeah for sure um, in the gameplay designs and the gameplay ideas for sure but um yeah i agree they could do something interesting but i think it's Nintendo is weird because all these IP that we still know that we think are super powerful, like monetarily don't make money. Like mm-hmm. Zelda before Breath of the Wild didn't make the money you thought it made. You well, mean, it, Zelda it made profited, money. It just didn't. Well, like, yeah, it, it wasn't as big as it seems like it is. Uh, or, yeah. Well, see, but that's the thing that's interesting about Nintendo overall because they have a lot of IP that people know of and like their the brand awareness of the world. is really yeah. high they yeah. they have games that like for any other studio they sell great. pretty well especially yeah. given their 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 uh budget for these games um yeah. they just have higher standards because they freaking put out animal crossing and it does 22 million you know so yeah. Yeah. when a star fox game sells 4 million they're like ah oh, star fox is a failure but yeah but any that, other studio is like <laughs> And that's what I'm saying is that like there's a difference between brand awareness and success for Nintendo. Like we all See, know about Metroid, but that doesn't necessarily translate to people wanting to go out and buy it. Same thing for Star Fox, same thing right. for these other IP. Like there's a difference, I guess, between awareness and strength. And I think but that's I think the that that's there Metroid. there's something even in between that comparison where it's like the level of success. Because I don't think there's mm. any real argument that those games aren't successful monetarily in the sense that they make them a lot of money. They just don't mm. make them as much money. So it's like where Breath of the Wild when they first released that game, their lifetime goal for that game was 2 million units. They're like, this game mm-hmm. is a massive success if it sells 2 million units. Uh, mm. If a Skyrim game lifetime, or if Skyrim or any other Elder Scrolls game lifetime sold 2 million copies, Bethesda would go bankrupt. <laughs> you know? So it's <laughs> yeah. like, Nintendo's margins are, are pretty decent. You know, like, they're, they're really yeah. good with their budgeting. I just think that they have really high standards. So, for sure. while Metroid, I think, is, a, is like on the worst end of that spectrum as far mm-hmm. as, like, it's even less successful on a game-to-game basis than Star Fox um it still has the potential to do really well even by their standards especially given the recent like glow up of breath of the wild right where it's like oh yeah because beforehand and i talked about this a lot of times before breath of the wild came out where it's like there's only one zelda game that technically sold 10 million units and that's ocarina of time and that's over multiple re-releases consoles and a, and, yeah, and yeah. a remake you know all that stuff mm-hmm. um but breath of the wild is sitting close to 20 million now yeah. so i think that they see that and they're like we could do this for all of our franchises that people think of like that, especially in that market, because like Zelda is very much so one of their few like enthusiast gamer, like gamers games, you know, like the people that you can walk up to somebody that all they do is play Call of Duty and be like, yo, Zelda. And they're like, yeah, man, that's dope. But that Mm -hmm. same person, you could even say Mario and they'd be like, that's a baby's game, you know? So I think that Mario kills in this one though. You're like, <laughs> I think Metroid is another one of their properties that could be really embraced by all facets of the of the gaming world without yeah. the whole 
any of that I mean, asterisk was like it's a baby's game yeah i mean we'll see I, i'm my confidence wavered after like metroid ball or whatever it was called oh yeah like, you're talking Galactic. about blast ball with yeah, Federation blast Force. Ball. <laughs> yeah that blasted me away yeah um so so i, I mean again i'm it's hard to surprise me when it comes to Nintendo. Nintendo can do anything. I'm more than any other company. They are going to surprise you. But it's one of those things where, like, I'm always hesitant when it comes to franchises that have been long dormant coming back um, yeah. because it's one of those things where, like, do you, do we as people who try and like look at the market and predict predict things, do we see like, oh, every game is gonna be a Breath of the Wild, right? Every game is gonna be um, an Animal Crossing, right? I don't think so, because those things had crazy cult followings even before their re-releases on modern consoles, right? I'd argue like, even Metroid does. Metroid has a pretty well, crazy cult at, following. Yeah, I... Well, then, the counter to that is that Zelda had a game come out every generation that was, mm -hmm. like, let's say, medium levels of success. Medium right. is relative, obviously. Yeah. But like, same thing for Animal Crossing, is that they had the mobile game, they had the DS game. Well, Animal Crossing was just huge because it's a, it was a big franchise. It's pretty much always been. It, exactly. Um, so, like, they had these consistent releases that you know regardless of their quality do relatively well make nintendo money they're a strong ip right metroid besides blaze ball or whatever it was called i couldn't tell you what their last um a bag just fell and now it's brighter in my room same um, as uh, metroid returns or uh yeah metro couldn't even tell you on the 3ds it's you. i think it's sold like two million or something like that which is decent which is yeah which is again it's a decent IP for them. Like, I don't know how this next iteration is going to go unless they do a crazy Breath of the Wild, you know, re-up. Because that's what old. I think we're looking at. Like, look at all these people that they're hiring. And but the fact that, that, that mid-development, they're like, all right, dude, like, we're going to restart this game. And they do that for none of their franchises but mm. Zelda. <laughs> that's their I only other so. franchise that they're like, all right, we got to hit the reset button, dude. I don't care yeah. if this game's going to take 10 years to finish. It's going to yeah. be, you know, like that's how they look at Zelda. So the fact True. that they're looking at Prime 4 like that specifically gives me a lot mm. of faith in this game specifically. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not I'm even a huge Metroid optimistic. Fan. Yeah, I'm not a Metroid fan. I mean, I'm like mid on them but mm. again it's, i don't it's, think it's, i've, I've being, never played a metroid game i think samus is cool i played a little bit of samus all the red. games yeah. You know, like, red. <laughs> yeah um but i'm i'm cautiously optimistic i would love another cool badass female protagonist like just kicking ass and destroying aliens or whatever but i'm, I'm just curious to see and apprehensive to see how this next version is going to be because if you told yeah. me ian a man who has played one zelda game to completion barely oh, Ian, you're going to fall in love with this next Zelda game, I would have laughed at you, right? right? So that's the beauty of Nintendo is that while every other video game company is like, yeah, we're going to do what you expect and then like the last 5% will be out of your realm of possibility. Nintendo is like, yeah, this Zelda game is nothing like any other game that you've played before. So enjoy. You know, I'm, I'm curious to see what that is going to end up being. I think that that's the thing that excites me the most about games like Breath of the Wild and now Prime 4, where they look at games that are underperforming in some way. Like Zelda was doing fine commercially because it always did around the same thing. So like they build these games with that expectation of being like, people like Zelda, it's an important franchise for us. It's going to sell like four to six million copies. So let's build a game that's going to be successful at four to six million copies. Um, 
But critically, it was underperforming with Skyward Sword and people like every game since then was like, really? I'm tired really? of this formula and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so they looked at that and were like, nah, we don't like this. We're doing, we're hitting the reset button and we're making a game that people are going to love again. Um, and I mm. think that if that's how they're looking at Prime 4, which just all signs are pointing to that being the case, I think we're in for a crazy game, honestly. <laughs> Yeah. You got me excited. <laughs> Yo, I'm hype. I'm, I'm ready. For it. I'm ready. Very ready. I'm ready for 2024, dude. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 2024, my tried Pine 4. Makes sense. Speaking of 2024. If, if, if we survive that long. <laughs> speaking of 2024, Ubisoft was teasing uh, a new Rayman thing. <laughs> and the second that they saw people getting excited for it, they're like, wait, hold on. No, but the, we're not doing that, though. JK. I love Rayman. <laughs> Rayman Origins I, and Legends, so good. I love everybody loves Raymond. Are oh we talking about the same God. thing? Or? Yes. No? We're oh, talking okay, cool. about the exact same thing. But uh, it was like some concept art or something that they posted on one of their Facebook pages. And like mm. people in the comments were like freaking out. Fa- so that like Facebook? Yeah. <laughs> Once they saw everybody losing their minds about this, they immediately were like, no, 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 we're not working on a Rayman thing. But like, they gotta be. You know, like the last full Rayman game that came out was Legends on the Wii U in like 2013. <laughs> Yeah, we've only had. had it's been that long. Then. Holy yeah, man. it's been. Well, a no, very we had. Which one came out? There was one that came out. Rayman 2015. I could have sworn there was one. Maybe I not. think it was a re-release was of Rayman Legends. Was it? Yeah, because <laughs> it came out. It came out on uh, originally. It was a Wii U exclusive, and then they ported it to. Uh, Might have even been PlayStation Three, place like Xbox 360, PlayStation Four, all that stuff. And then most recently, in 2017, yeah. they uh, re-released it again on Switch. Yeah, so we got Ray Rayman Legends came out in uh, 2013, which was like right before the new consoles. Mm-hmm. But it was like one of those cross-gen titles, right? Hmm. So that's a very long time to go without like what used to be like one of their marquee franchises, right? Like, yeah. I feel like before they did the whole like Ubi, Ubi, whatever they want to call it, Ubi art, art. Yeah. Uh, engine. Ubi. They call it both, dude. Uh, <laughs> before they did that engine, uh, Rabbits kind of just replaced Rayman. It was like this whole thing of like they tried to do like the um the comic book approach of like we want to do this new IP so let's use one of our powerful IP to introduce our players to it and then yeah. they embraced it more than they expected and they're like all right Rayman can get out of here man it's all rabbits all the time and then oh, after this whole thing they brought Rayman back and now he's gone again <laughs> mm, I want him back I miss him I have very good I, I, I miss my friend Raymond <sighs> Raymond I miss him yo dude my conspiracy theory is that Ubisoft killed Rayman when Nintendo killed the Miis. They're like, all right, uh, next gen, we're not about characters that don't have arms. You know, <laughs> I'm sick of the floating well, dude, all they gotta legs. Give Rayman arms. <laughs> 2021. Put Rayman in arms. It's like too. the trailer like zooms in on like his feet that are hovering and his hands, and then you just see yeah it's just like like, like, shoots out and then (laughs) (laughs) oh you made it way grosser (laughs) and then it's like you can control his arms with the joy cons oh my god i hate and then it's him dancing like salsa music it's like nintendo switch rayman 
Rayman Legends 2. I thought you were going to make a freaking Switch pun, and I was about to hate it even more. I thought you were like, <laughs> Rayman switched on or something stupid. Oh, like, no. <laughs> Rayman, switch it up. But yeah, man, they're denying it now. So now Rayman is dead. Rayman, mm. freaking what what year? Like the what, last. When's the first Rayman game? I played it back on PS One. I think it came out like nineteen ninety five. So Rayman, Rayman. nineteen ninety five. I think twenty thirteen. Ripping. I rip. could be wrong. It's so sad, yeah. dude. We're never seeing another Rayman. Wait, so people. Are, I mean, I I'm always like talking about like Splinter Cell. I haven't gotten a new Splinter Cell. True. Yeah. Since 2013, both of those titles. Everything dies was, in 2013. Yeah. What's up with that? Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Speaking of things that a died Warrior in 2013, <laughs> Rayman. That's the. Uh, this is not a truthful segue, but a- Amiibo were still a thing. Apparently, I thought it was just yeah, a Smash Bros. exclusive thing, dude. I, nah, I, bro, I, I have no Mon, idea. We're getting Mon Hunt, baby. We're getting, getting Mon Monster Hunt. Hunter Rise. We're getting some cards for uh, for um, um, Animal Crossing. Yeah, they're reprinting the Animal Crossing cards, and they're yeah. cheaper. Which yeah, is five wild. money, something like that. It's wild. Cheap. I think they are like they're like five bucks or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Ian, what do these amiibo do in Monster Hunter Rise? <laughs> they get you special armor. That's it, man. For freaking twelve ninety nine or that's something. All the, that's all the. That's literally all that. that <laughs> that's the cost of a Fortnite just skin. The, that's just all uh, like armor. That's like, people dropping twenty dollars for a Fortnite skin. You get a statue and a skin in that's Monster true, Hunter Rise dude. for twelve ninety nine. It's, it's true. true. Uh, but don't don't buy these. Just go and buy the cute plushies of the monsters online. That's that's the real life hack. Wait, they got the Come dog on one. He's an amiibo. That is true, but it doesn't look good. I, I, I'm getting the Japanese wow. collector's edition where you get the fluffy dog um, switch armrest thing. Have you seen this? What? No. It's it's a it's a dog. It's like this big. It like sits in your lap, and it's supposed to just like you're supposed to rest it on your lap and then play your switch on like resting your hands on top of the dog. When does that came come out? Is it March? It's March. Yeah, yeah it's March, which is 26th? crazy. It's about to be October, and that comes out in March. Like that's so soon. See, the, every yeah. game companies do this. Like, hey, bro, we yes. got a game coming out in like six months. Cert is almost done. Like. You, y'all are gonna have it this date like that that because that's long enough for me to be excited but not long enough for me to burn out so yeah, now i'm like me tired of being excited like just give and me you know the what thing. exactly and you know what i did as soon as i saw this trailer i went back and played the old game to have as much fun as i can with that and then the second i'm done having fun with that game guess what it'll be march the new game so, will be here yeah exactly exactly the environments like look the, the screenshots look really awesome and yeah i saw a part of he tweeted something it, yeah. about that where he was, I was like, surprising it to generations on switch yeah generations on switch does not look good you can tell it's a ps mm, no. game but this yeah, game no. looks like good pretty good, ironically yeah. good yeah right yeah uh so what are you guys' thoughts on amiibo you think there's a future past this because <laughs> i genuinely like i made that joke about the smash brothers thing but i think that the only thing that uh moves the needle on amiibo is big ip that people want to buy multiple versions of that thing like i think the only other thing that for whatever reason they didn't embrace amiibo with that they could is pokemon mm. like it, the guy animal yeah. crossing that makes sense uh smash brothers obviously makes sense pokemon yeah. would be wild <laughs> they tried it the, the, with, uh, um, yeah the little like beta amiibo yeah, mm. when the wii u first came out and it was like the pokemon rumble ones or whatever but like what is they what just is he did doing? What is he doing? Full Pokemon games. What is Alex doing? Why does he oh have so? God. This is a oh video God. exclusive. Go to YouTube.com. Oh slash my God. 
directly to you? Is it's that true? Is that yes, the, okay. that's what it is. This is the future. Figma. That's, oh my God. that's the new amiibo. <laughs> this is this is the new amiibo. The giant Figma Apex Legends, but it's gonna be for Monster. Imagine like a giant. You can't see. I mean, they already do. They already do those. I know they, they already do, do those for Monster know, specifically. <laughs> but like the thing is, like I don't see amiibo going away just because like it's free money. Like people who like the games will want to get them. Pe- collectors will want to get them. People who are like, oh, I really want a Monster Hunter thing, but I don't know what to get oh this is like 15 bucks it's small i can put it on my desk it's like a little trinket that's perfect i feel like it fits every vertical for them um look at that big robot man that Alex <laughs> like imagine like you just have like a giant monster a huge freaking yeah amiibo. like <laughs> yeah. an amiibo can be anything like, well, that's to put, like a giant, that that. giant statue <laughs> on a switch <laughs> yeah. yeah you just place it on the freaking joy con yeah no, you use God. that amiibo once and you're getting joy con drift <laughs> yeah, <pretty much>. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah i feel like that they'll they'll never get rid of the idea of amiibos they'll just slowly start releasing them less obviously when they have less ideas and less ip to use mm-hmm. but like amiibo as an idea is genius because it can't we've already seen it can be anything and it's literally just, hey, this IP is really popular right now. So like a toy. we're just gonna put a bunch of, we're gonna produce a bunch of stuff for it. People will buy it because it's a popular IP, and then yeah. it feeds back into like, oh man, I'm gonna go to my friend's house and bring my amiibo there because it, it, this game functions with that. It's like it becomes a talking point, kind of. Mm. Yeah, it becomes like another advertisement to a certain degree. I'm just surprised that they, because when they first came out with amiibo, they were like super aggressive. Every game had amiibo functionality, you know, um, but now they just don't at all <laughs> you know like it's just very few games and i feel like mostly third parties are the ones that are embracing amiibo at this point uh mm. and it's just like like you were talking about before it's like it's physical dlc <laughs> so why not just yeah. every game that has dlc make an amiibo even if it's a little bit more expensive than the downloadable version of that dlc i feel yeah. like a lot of people but i would buy that <laughs> you know like just yeah. to have the thing even if i'm not going to use the dlc or even buy the game i would buy the amiibo yeah, I mean, this is a total, like, th- this, the reason why I think this way about the Amiibos is because it worked on me. I bought Monster Hunter Stories Amiibos before I played the game. Right. Then I played the game, and I was like, wait, this game is amazing, and it has this double functionality. Mm-hmm. because. But I bought them originally just because they were cool, rendered 3D models of these cool characters that I already knew. And right. it was a win-win, and that's how I think a lot of, and now you hate the them because you don't want the Monster Hunter Rise amiibo. Rip. No, no, no. I, amiibo I'm are dead. I, I'm, <laughs> a, I'm a simp. <laughs> I am, I'm a simp. I'm getting the Monster Hunter ones. Gosh. Oh, don't, don't get it <laughs> twisted. But what I'm saying is that that's how I think Nintendo thinks about amiibo is that they're not going to push it as hard because there's no direct reasoning right now to do it. Mm-hmm. But like when they want to make a little bit more money and they see that an IP has stopping power, they're going to use the amiibo idea to push it they know monster hunter people are psychopaths so they're like we'll make three amiibos and get a hundred million dollars from these crazy <laughs> monster hunter people so yeah it's, that's that's uh yeah that's why it's true that's all the news we got for this week guys we're gonna go into my video my video this week was about services and it was wild because i i planned this video a very long time ago it was like i there's just times where i'm like okay what do i want to talk about and then i'll have that idea and i'm like no no no, that's not a good idea for right now i'll 
spin that and I'll come up with another idea. And then Nintendo will have a direct and then that's what the video is about. So Mm -hmm. I'll have like four or five videos just sitting in my notes waiting to be made. And this was one of those. And Bethesda, and I already had the script started. This was already like a definite thing. I was going to make this video. And then the Bethesda announcement happened. I was like, okay, thank you. (laughs) I will 100% make this video now. That was the sign from the gods. Uh, and I basically was saying that and uh, the gist of the video was that like Nintendo, I know they don't want to make a games pass sort of thing because a lot of their money comes from their their game sales now. Like, yeah, the the power of their IP is the current games still sell like crazy. But the old games, a lot of them, they don't even use. <laughs> so it's like, why not monetize those in more ways than just sitting on the uh, virtual console because I feel like they, they're averse to that now because that's not definite money. It's just people will buy that and then the idea of having it is fine or whatever. But if you put it in the context of like a streaming service like a Netflix, I think yeah. that's a lot more appealing for people generally because they're like, oh, I don't really want to spend $10 a month on buying individual games that I may or may not play, but I'll pay $10 a month for tens if not hundreds of games that i may or may not play you know (laughs) (laughs) like there's definitely that contingent of gamers that's like i want to have the game i want it to be mine i don't want to rent the game or whatever but i feel like most people in the same in the same way that that exists in film and tv and stuff i want to have the blu-ray or whatever i don't want to stream it but the bulk majority of people are like i want just give it to me on netflix you just reminded me my dad last night texted me asking for the xbox all access link (laughs) so i gotta i'm pulling that up in the browser but yeah like i think i think that's a very interesting conversation to have because i think the growing majority of people don't really care about ownership of the thing Mm -hmm. as long as there's that perceived ownership like as long as i can go to my phone or my my switch or, or whatever and open the thing up and it works that's good enough for me right um and then there's other people who are like you know well i want to make sure that no matter what i have this and i'm like if there's an instance and granted like wilder things have happened but like mm-hmm. if there's an instance where like you lose all of your digital catalog of games there's probably something more major going on yeah. that caused mm-hmm. that to happen to where that's not really as like, is, is every, is the grid? Okay. Are we, yeah. do we have the internet still? Like every, you know what I mean? So it's interesting. Do we have electricity to play these games. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Are so, we just going to look future. at a cartridge? Um, and another part of it is like, yeah, I get it. There are certain games that I rather have. Like smash brothers. Like I would rather own that game than to rent that game, but yeah. you still have that option. Like on Xbox, yeah. you can still buy the game, but you don't have For to sure. buy every game now because Game Pass. And gamers kind of always had that mentality where ownership mattered, but not really because it only mattered as long as they wanted to still play the game. And then once like they're Steam done with the game, the they big. take it to GameStop and they trade it in. Yeah. I feel like the Steam audience is really big about it. Like, I mean, for a long time, DRM was a huge thing. Mm. Digital rights management for people um, who aren't aware. If it's you're like, dumb, no, Joker. <laughs> like where you have to have like internet access to access the game. That was where like a lot of like, you know, a lot of games came out like GOG and stuff like that. It's like, hey, these are DRM free. You can use them anytime. And like, I remember that was like a big, that was a big topic last gen, like going into this gen, 2013. That's like Xbox. Yeah, that's what killed Xbox. Yeah, the like DRM gen. conversation. Yeah. And if you think about it now, it's like, I don't know. It probably wouldn't have been a big deal now as much. Yeah, because that's every game. 
yeah. like now, now like Fortnite, like that's, you know, any online game, you know, that's games of service. You pretty much have to, it's like built in by nature and it's inherent. It has DRM, you know what yeah. I mean? So it's sure. interesting. But yeah, that was that conversation and people left comments, leaving their thoughts and tell me I'm wrong and stuff. I don't think that many people told me I'm wrong <laughs> on this one. Uh, but Tyler Davis says, I would love to be able to once a month choose a game from the classic service to download forever. That way, when the Switch's online is eventually ended, I can still play. I can still play these games as the Switch is the console I could see keeping for a long time like I will my 3DS. Mm. so i mean similar line of thinking that we were talking about that would be interesting but i don't know if they would do that like if it was just a thing of like pick one game on the service and you download yeah. it and you keep it forever especially since uh, then uh, people are just kind of download their favorite game and stop the service yeah yeah and also a, a big thing that i talked about in this because every time nintendo does anything there's always going to be some type of caveat that people don't like. Um, So I could see them doing this service, but I think they would take a Disney vault approach where it's like, yeah, Mario galaxy two is on here now, but when we want to release it, we're taking it off. You know, like when we want to get your $30 or whatever, it's not on the service anymore. Um, And it's for that reason that I doubt that they would make games downloadable in, uh, unless they did like a selection of them where they're games that they know they're fine with just people downloading like the original super mario brothers or something i could see being yeah. one of the games that just like you get to keep these forever or it could be like a playstation plus collection thing where a selection of their games are just always downloadable for subscri- uh, people that are subscribing mm. and stuff like that and, or maybe it even be a thing of like you've been subscribed for x amount of months and you could download you unlock something yeah, yeah I, I don't I don't think they're ever going to do this because, again, Nintendo is very antiquated with how they view their online service. And it just doesn't make sense because, again, like you said earlier, there's like, oh, okay, well, now all the Mario games are available. Fork it up, baby. 60 bucks. Here it is. Like, mm-hmm. they remove their ability to force you to buy games ad hoc whenever they want. So I think that they're just going to always have the revolving door because then eventually the revolving door game will become available for full purchase later. Right. Like, I could definitely see them doing a service. But I can't see them doing it where you keep the game forever. <laughs> oh, definitely not. No, no. They're not doing a games with gold or a nope. PlayStation Plus or whatever. At least not in the current iteration. I don't see it happening. Yeah, maybe. Maybe they increase the price of it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, all right, Switch Online 60 bucks now like the other ones. Oh, Here's yeah, for sure. I think even if they did something like this where it's like whatever games and it's like a Netflix thing where games come in and out and you just play yeah. you, like while you have this subs- uh, subscription service and you don't keep yeah. anything. Um, even then, I, I could definitely see them being like at bare minimum it being 60 bucks. But I said in the video, I can see this being Games Pass prices just yeah. because it's Nintendo IP. It's like, what are you going to do? Not be able to play Mario 64, freaking <laughs> Ocarina of Time, Pokemon Stadium on one subscription service for $10 a month? Yeah, okay, sure. You know, like mm-hmm. that sort of thing. That being said, I doubt that Pokemon would be a part of something like this. It would be like an no. Am- Amazon channel thing. It would definitely yeah, be like, yeah. if you want Pokemon, you got to pay three more dollars a month. <laughs> yep. But Very interesting idea, though. I like that. Cool, cool, said. Honestly, I'd love it if Nintendo did something like Sony with how they give PlayStation Plus members free games every month. I'd say they should create a $30 plus class where each <laughs> month users would get a free game from their, their collection 
uh, the classic collection, but give us actual good games, not stuff people don't care about. Heck, sell me the games, but not for a limited time. I missed out on a ton of Nintendo games as I grew up with Sony, and I'd love it if I could have as many legacy titles as possible, all available in one place for me to play. Thirty dollars no, would not be, gonna happen. <laughs> Thirty dollars a month is wild. I don't know who would pay that. <laughs> no, that's so crazy. in general. They're not. They're not going to. They're. They're not ever going to do that. Like we yeah, just said, no, the whole like feel why is that there's a reason why they do the things that they do. Not only because of the antiquated way they do stuff, but also because of like they want more money from you. <laughs> so mm-hmm. they're not going to do it. And I don't even necessarily. This is another talking point in the video where it's like I don't even necessarily pin this on them being antiquated. I just think their business is fundamentally different from the other game studios, where their value is in their IP. No other mm. game studio in the world has IP as valuable as Nintendo. None. Very true. Um, so it just doesn't make sense for them to have this old game is old approach where it's like, yeah, man, Horizon's been out for four months. We'll drop the price in half. You know, like they can do that because that's how their games sell. Like they get to a point where it's like Horizon's not hitting the, the mark where we wanted to hit anymore and we want to have the big number. Sale. So let's cut, a, cut the price in half, you know, and then we can get to 8 million units sold. Nintendo's yeah. like, nah, $60, period, 18 million units later, you know? So. I, just, I just walked into a game shop a few months ago and I said this on the OKB's podcast, but I'll say it here. I bought Mario Sunshine on GameCube for like $55. Granted, secondhand, but yeah. like, their games hold value, you know, yeah. no matter the market that they're on. And a lot of that is because they force them to, you know, like, it's yeah, the, yeah. The, but at the same time, any company has the power to do that. And I, I think most companies try to, they just can't, you know, like you can try to keep Halo 5 at $60, but nobody's going to buy it and you want to sell these games. So you got to drop the price. Yeah. They, they were selling for like, a good 10 plus years we would still get updates on mario kart wii sales and they would still within a year sell upwards of 100 units 100,000 units of mario kart wii <laughs> so like if there's any argument for them to keep their games priced at however high they can keep them priced at and people still buy into them they got to do that you know because they can say, all right, we want people to buy uh, Mario Kart Wii now, so it's $10, yeah. and maybe everybody will buy it. But then five times the amount of people that would buy it at $50 have to buy it at $10, you know? And that's just not as likely as people would like to think, you know? No, I agree. So there's that. Cheese Plow has a very long comment. <laughs> cheese Plow <laughs> says... Okay. What's and- Cheese Plow? What's Cheese... Plow through. Let's plow through. Yeah. Hey, we did it. <laughs> if, the sales, if the sales of the 3D All-Stars collection is any indication, people are clearly clamoring to get the classic Nintendo experiences on their Switch. I know I am. Whether it's through the sale of collections or subscription services at NES and SNES Switch Online, people still buy them regardless of how much they rail against Nintendo on social media. That's where I believe Nintendo is either happy with the way they're currently printing money or they have a severe disconnect with what their fans actually want. They seem to be completely unaware how badly fans want to play their older games with the decades-long back catalog they have. They, uh, they could build an absolutely insane library 
of games for a subscription service. Given the hybrid nature of the Switch, they can tap into both their handheld libraries, Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, DS, as well as their home console libraries, Why? Why Note N64, GameCube, or Wii. Honestly, a selection of DS games would be incredible, and Nintendo could even sell a simple Switch attachment that allows the screen to be held in portrait mode instead of in landscape. Instead, we're drip-fed a few NES and SNES games every few months. This is in pretty stark contrast to Microsoft, where it seems like at least once a week, they're posting on Twitter that so-and-so games is being added to Games Pass. I know Nintendo values their IP very, very highly, which I kind of understand. They don't want it to seem like they're giving away their games for free. However, the demand is clearly there. They should at least give into it a little bit more than they currently are yeah. um yeah i i, I would argue that <laughs> yes, they are we agree <laughs> i would argue that they are though um because we have switch online games now right like this was a new development for them them having a service at all is a new development for them um and in the past when they made products that do that that emulate their past like they did with SNES and NES Classic, and then we got the, those games on Switch using the same emulator, I think that there's a pretty big chance that we're going to see some, short, uh, some way, shape, or form of N64, Wii, and GameCube being emulated on Switch because they made a whole emulator for those games to work in the uh, 3D All-Stars collection. Which was another reason why I talked about that in, in the video. It was another talking point of like, they did this. So like, why not? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Whereas before it would, it's, it's more of a thing of like fans being like, I want this. So it's free money. Why not make it? <laughs> it's not free money. Cause then they had to develop the tools to do that. But now it's yeah. free money. Now, Cause they did yeah. develop the tools to do yeah, it. Exactly. You know, now <laughs> like next year, what next year is Zelda 30th, 35th, yeah, 35th. Yep. Dude, yeah, Ocarina, Majora's Mask, yeah, man, Twilight Princess. Like you're gonna see Wind Waker. I'm sure. Well, Wind Waker, they'll probably re-release HD mm-hmm. as its own because like everybody wants that already. But like I guarantee you'll see like I can see them bring literally every major Zelda game to Switch because yeah, they did that on Wii U. Hard. Wii U was Granted, the was, console to play everything. Yeah, there were there were rumors. I think you mentioned on the OKBs OK podcast about how like this, or maybe it was Bob. This entire thing was done in like six months or something. Oh yeah, Bob was talking about that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so it's. And I wonder like, and that might be why there's not all the Mario games on there as far as 3D goes. There's only like the three, and mm-hmm. so I'm wondering with more time if they like, release this entire like you know Zelda Master Collection, like Master Quest Collection Switch Edition. You know what I mean? I think they view it on GameCube. I think they view Mario differently. <laughs> I think that's Maybe, the main yeah. thing. Like that's why yeah. we don't have. I think Galaxy Two not being a part of the collection is because they wanted the succinct messaging of like this is Mario throughout the 3D eras. You got that's the true, N64 yeah. era. You got the GameCube era and the Wii era. You know, like they didn't want to yeah. complicate that message by being like, sure. well, there's only one on these other two eras, and there's two on this one. So, so it would be Lord. Be the Zelda ones if there was like the Zelda. If they did the era thing, yeah. Um, I think Ocarina, obviously. I think, yeah, I think they would have to do Ocarina. Uh, I think they, I mean, they could honestly do Ocarina, Wind Waker, and Twilight Princess, but I think that Skyward Sword would make more sense. That said, isn't that whole game like all motion? 
I was yeah, about, but yeah, I was about to get to I was about to get to that part. That <laughs> said, I think that what they might do is do what they're doing now with Mario, where they have 3D um, All Stars and then they release 3D World. I could see them do Twilight Princess, Wind Waker, and Ocarina of Time, and then release Skyward Sword as a remake separately. Yeah. So they rework the emotion that, to that work better thing. with the, the yeah. Joy-Con. Because and... I, I never played Skyward. Well, I mean, honestly, like, I I mean, I played almost all of the Zelda games, um, mm-hmm. but I'd never beaten them, especially as a kid, all the N64 ones. I, I didn't have a memory card. Like, all, it was all cartridge-based memory, mm-hmm. and I've rented games, and so I never finished uh, Ocarina or Majora. Um, right. And so I'm interested to play those, and I missed out on the, the Skyward Sword as well. And those so. are games that, like... They've recently made remakes of, so like they mm-hmm. could very much so just be like, all right, the 3DS games, we're porting them up yeah. for Majora and Ocarina specifically. Yeah. We'll see what happens. So, we'll see. We I could, see. And since Zelda's like a, um, a franchise that they typically release multiple games in the same generation, because yeah. we have Zelda 1 and 2 on NES, Mm-hmm. SNES is the black sheep and in 64 we got Majora and Ocarina on uh, GameCube we got Wind Waker and Twilight on Wii U we got Twilight and Skyward Sword on Wii U we just got Breath of the Wild Breath of the Wild because it's Wii U and on Switch we're getting everything <laughs> you know like making <laughs> yeah. several uh, Zelda games on Switch um, so I mean I can see it yeah I'm excited me too I'm hyped yeah. But even more than hyped. that, I'm hyped to get into the Q and A because Q and A is where fun stuff happens. Because we usually have questions. I try to look. I try to get people to send us wild, like stuff that has nothing to do with oh, any of no. this stuff. Like Let's I talk prefer, about. I prefer for people to send us questions about stuff that we would never make a video about because, like, we're just going to make a video about most of the other typical stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Ask and, me about existence. Ask me about yeah, man. consciousness. About Bob taxes. usually asks me. Bob usually asks those questions that are like completely left field of like if you went through a teleporter and it recreated you by cell by cell are you still technically mm-hmm. like those type of questions yeah oh my god um, the star trek question but we get a mixture we get the gaming questions and then we get questions about food and whatnot Let's do it. um so we're going to start with the youtube community post the pagonging says we still don't have a true holiday game mario kart lol so what do you think will be the holiday game um mm. Isn't technically the Pokemon DLC the holiday game? I mean, Isn't that going to be coming out in November? Yeah. Yeah. You said technically it's technical. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but I think that we probably will get another like game. Um, speaking of Pokemon, I wouldn't what be do you know? What do you I know, I wouldn't AJ? be surprised. No comment. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it was Pokemon Snap, though. Because Pokemon oh, Snap, yeah, like just good, how they yeah. announced that, it sounded like it was like very close to being done, being if done, not yeah. already being done. And they yeah. just didn't mention a year or anything like that. Mm, They're just like, it's yeah. coming soon, you know? Mm. And for Nintendo, coming soon usually means four months. Two weeks, yeah. you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. that, I mean, you could get, I mean, honestly, a good holiday from Nintendo with what they've shown would be Pokemon Unite. Or yeah, yeah, Pokemon Unite and then Pokemon Snap. Yeah, you know that, I mean, that'd be wild. That'd be I awesome. Think Pokemon Snap. Just, Especially Wild Rift coming out soon. I think that's mm-hmm. like on the horizon. Mm-hmm. Like if they drop that, I don't know. It'd be wild, dude. And I think Pokemon Snap just has the 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 cachet in the gaming world to be a cachet. huge title, regardless. Yeah, uh, cachet. Yeah, word cachet. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for Unite, man. I know we talked about that at the top, but 
I'm give down. me that this November. You got to teach me, me everything you know about now. MOBAs because I know nothing. <laughs> I know, like, I'm level 30 in League, which is like 100 hours of game time, but it's still just scratching the surface. Oh, my God. I'm Ian's tired like of thousands salad. Of hours. I'm sick no of comment. it. <laughs> no comment. No comment. Yeah, League of Legends, like, that's a reference. Go listen to the OK Beats yeah, podcast. Yeah, OK Beats podcast. That's, that game is all salad. <laughs> It's all, yo, that game is 100% leafy greens, bro. It's spinach, <laughs> macadamia nuts, a nice brie. Nice vinaigrette. Oh yeah, vinaigrette God. uses the nice salad, bro. No <laughs> breadsticks, just salad. I think I'm sad. Uh, Rex Cosmos <laughs> said, <laughs> we all know AJ has a competitive spirit, Fall Guys mostly, which is interesting, uh, and a little smash. I was going to say, like, isn't that... Like smash, I'm like, yeah. I see yeah. him just like. It's because I made a video about Fall Guys. How um, the thing that separates Fall Guys from Mario Party and makes it more interesting is that it can, it, like, it feels like you can be good at it, even yeah. though it's like in the same I mean, like wheelhouse as Mario Party. Um, sorry, th this brought up a point from this question. The last question, they there's like so many big games third party wise. Yeah. That would even make a big fall. Like, fall, fall guys, guys coming, yeah. yeah, coming to Switch. That would be huge for Switch, and they don't really That's have true. to rely on, you know, first party. Yeah, I think their holiday set. They don't have to really do anything. But Apex I think Legends they, is coming. Yes, right. That's mm, true. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, with I cross play. All about that, dude. All that. That's gonna be a big, big Switch fall for sure. Yeah, holidays looking crazy. Yeah. But yeah, that's what that was. That's why I think that he his exposure is probably he found us around the time of that video. Gotcha, um, gotcha. So. That adds up. But what, if anything, awakens the beast in Parker? I refuse to believe he's never killed a man at least once. Oh so God. Parker's not here. So we don't know. Listen, We're just I don't, left to I don't our know own Parker devices. That well. I, know <laughs> Parker, I know Parker over social media. I think we're kindred spirits in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. I think that Parker that, is Alex's nobody. I, like I mean, I've, no, got, true. I I've, got the the, I've got the guitar right here. Um, I think they're the same. I think the me thing and that happens with Parker, he goes, speaking of the guitar, Parker, he's like, he's jamming out, right? Like, He's got his Twitter video going. He's like plucking the string breaks and he just sees red. Oh like, my God. That's, that's <laughs> that, Parker. That's like, what makes him murder a man. <laughs> he murdered somebody just, over just, a limited edition <laughs> guitar or something. Yeah. Oh my God. I, my the, neck hurts. Alex murder that. face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my God. That's so, Parker. So what we're saying is uh, his game is Guitar Hero. No, okay. what was the one? Was it Ubisoft? Somebody Rock published band? a game Rock that was Smith? like, no, yeah, that, that, that. Thank yeah, you. Because yeah. that's like the that's like the hipster guitar hero. It's like I want to yeah. play a real guitar, you know? Yeah, bro. Yeah, that's that's the one that Parker would. I only play Ubi art games. Like Rock <laughs> <Smith>. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, speaking of Parker. He has a question for us, and he says, "Optimal pizza topping combo, and what's the biggest pizza sin? Thin crust, pineapple, mushrooms, imaginary." Pizza. I could. I know. I brought up my giant statue when we talked about amiibos last night. I had a Sicilian pizza that's in the fridge. I could come and show the class. I want bring the pizza. Go get bring it. the pizza. This okay. is a video format. Dude. Okay, I'll be right back. Okay, <laughs> best. Uh, here's the thing. I am. See, a, this is. I'm a chaos this was my. Purist. This was my secret strat because we're both north northeastern, North so we have the only yeah. opinions that matter. On and pizza. now that Alex is gone, whatever pizza he brings in here is gonna be dog. <laughs> sorry, it's gonna be bad. It's sorry, no s's. It's gonna be not good. Um, but here's the thing. I, I'm. I'm what I like to call, with many things, a chaos purist. Whereas I love the pure, like a plain pizza. If you can make a good plain slice, then you're a good pizzeria, right? That's True. number one. But then I also like 
like buffalo chicken, yeah. like Hawaiian slices. Uh, I don't know like, about that. I can't get on board with that. I don't know. Like, I don't know. It, listen, it's, it varies. You gotta have. Here's the thing: buffalo chicken. You only really need to have good chicken to make that yeah. good, right? Like right. Ha- fruit can be very bad. You know what I mean? So I think that's that's where that kind of that variation. That's where it veers um, off. <laughs> yeah, and and it's also a textural thing. I think mean, some people don't like it because it's a textural yeah. thing. But I think that that's where I stand. Where it's either I like nothing on it, like just or go wild, that, or too, an insane amount of stuff on it. Like so, I think we had one with like it was like sun dried tomatoes, yeah. uh, artichokes. Um, Let me read you this one from the place. Stuff. Audrey, Jean. so he couldn't show the class, man. He doesn't have the pizza. No, I have I have the pizza. Here's one of them. Well, like, so Ooh, I, if yeah. I want it, this is a Sicilian pizza. Granted, it's cold. It's a day old. So it's not going to look as good as it once did. Oh, no, wait, we got to get camera. the production values. Let me Here get, we go. There we, there we go. Look at yeah, like, The basil's cold. Like, obviously, it's cold pizza, right? But it's that nice, thick slice. It's up. This thing's like, you know, reaching pie levels, but not pie levels. Like, we don't, we want, that, we don't want that Chicago stuff, right? This right, is right, Sicilian. Right. They don't Mark even like that in Chicago. They know they don't like that pizza. So this is one option, and I'm not going to eat this right now. I'm going to put it back in the fridge. <laughs> uh, and then you've got, if we're doing New York style, which is my favorite style of pizza, um, cheese all the way. Just is he making a pizza too? <laughs> he might be, honestly, he might be. YouTube.com slash directly to you. Um, yeah, and so we, the, you got the Sicilian, which I like. You've got thin slice or like not not like cardboard thin slice like mm. new york style like really thin right 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 um with just cheese or pepperoni i like it just simple just thin enough to fold it exactly yeah, yeah. eat it like a sandwich or yeah. you do like an elaborate white pizza that's like those are the three and i'm, I'm letting the website load because and i want to hear ian's input because he was talking about complicated pizzas but aj did i miss what your preference is or have you um yeah it? i didn't talk about it i'm down for i i have mostly the same uh take on pizza as as Ian, where outside of the pineapple stuff, I don't know about that. But either I, I want like it the pineapple, yeah. nice and simple, you know, like Me cheese too. pizza, pepperoni, you know, yeah. maybe some sausage or something. Or you do like the wild, like you give me like barbecue chicken pizza. We're hogging out. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like, <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> the, it's the two extremes. Anything yeah. in the middle, I'm like, nah, I'm good on that. Like, yeah, for sure. I don't know what happened to Ian, but I'm going to read off this. He's making a pizza. <laughs> I know. Just like uh, he's, he's doing a cooking with Ian episode live yeah, on directly to you. He's how to make pizza completely from scratch. Here's the Sicilian pizza I almost ordered last night. So I said there's, for me, there's three picks. Food. I need to order food now. <laughs> for me, there's All three. Right, All right. The pizza's in the oven, guys. Oh, okay. shoot. I also so I, I heard AJ say that he's a chaos purist like me. Let's go. Yes. The only right yeah. way to like pizza is chaos. Listen purism. to this description. Yeah. Here's the only, when I want a white pizza, which is very rare, Listen to this combo right here. Prosciutto, burrata, which, which is a wet cheese, wetter cheese, arugula, fig jam, mm-hmm. extra virgin olive oil, mozzarella. Fig jam is the some, fig jam. Some, that was jam a, I, a mountain, I an mountain white people. <laughs> I don't, I'm not into bro, bro. You got the, you got the savory and sweet like bacon wrap. You, you ever have those? Okay. I don't know. Man. Listen, I said it's the like, it's like a once over. a year pizza. Why y'all attacking me? Come I on. just, <laughs> I got this. You were like, come you, on. It's a me, an Italian. <laughs> First of all, get, someone get Bob in here so we can yell at Alex for that. <laughs> but no, like you, you were listening off those things. We were all like, all right. 
All right. Uh-huh. All yeah. right. And then he's Building. like, and you put, you put, you put peanut butter and jam on there. And we're all like, <laughs> I think, I think the placement was very intentional. Cause like it was uh, the first That's couple were like, yeah, video. I'm down. It it's like video. enough, enough yeses to, for us to go on autopilot, but we just mm-hmm. right, how about this? crashed into the, the wall. Hot honey disco. <laughs> it's red sauce, mozzarella, salami picante, calabrese honey, and basil. What is with Colorado and being like, Bro, hey, it's good. Pizza. <laughs> this Let's lady, Elmer's hot glue on it to ruin it. Why <laughs> would you put She went to Italy. Listen, listen. I lived in Italy. They didn't put honey on anything. She studied, under, she studied under, under Tony. The listen, Tony. Listen. The guy, like Tony's Pizza. My okay. name is Tony. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but he put the placement the same way. He put it's honey in the same place as the like big jam. This, this honey. Like, <laughs> the only place honey should go on a pizza is on the crust alone. That's the That's only how, That scenario. is Colorado style pizza. Um, yeah, like, weird. Colorado has a style. <laughs> no, no, honey on the crust. It's like but again, that's, that's, that's a very like. And it's braided crust. That's a Colorado style. I don't like it. I didn't know Colorado but it's like had a thing. pizza. I didn't know yeah. that they were even allowed to have pizza, dude. Yeah, it's a thing. There's like one company that does it. It's like a mom and pop. Place. Oh, they're it's the like only the ones world. with the pizza warrant? Colorado <laughs> pizza warrant. <laughs> you have your show, sir. Please show us. Like Brett and Link did a, did a like, um, they're like doing the region. The oh, yeah, pizzas. they ranked it. They probably. And Colorado, that one was on there. Something they dumb probably. probably, they probably Whoa, Joe's it. pizza. What they one so I can go dislike this video? <laughs> But yeah, that's why you, while we figure that out, let's move to the next question. Eric Henley <laughs> says, which Kirby is the best Kirby and why is it the blue one? What? Mm. Wrong. Wrong. Kirby Meta Knight. Meta Knight. Wow. That's, that's yeah, crazy. Give me armored Kirby, dude. Now, I don't Yo, like, like, I don't like Meta Knight designed, Kirby. He's edgy Kirby, dude. That's what, that's what I'm saying. If someone saw this, this cotton candy man and then had a bad day at work and then sketched <laughs> up him in Dark Souls armor and was like, and he could fly too. And then someone was like, sure. All right. And then he's like, oh no, it's real now. <laughs> Actually, you know who um, best Kirby is? It's when Kirby sucks in um, Captain Falcon. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, with the helmet. It. Just the, Yeah, like, that's look, true. He's like, yeah, like, you know when babies put on shoes that are too big for them? Like, <laughs> yeah. like, that's what it feels like. He's like, yeah. kill me. And movie. he also like, can't say Falcon, great. but he says like, Balco Bot. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's adorable kirby's yeah, a little he's a uh, elder elder god baby <laughs> falcon says the real question which is on brand dude went from the kirby to uh talking about falcon being the best kirby to literally somebody named falcon the real question is who's your main in kirby fighters too i was talking kirby. to falcon about this and i think he said ninja kirby Wait, there, wait, I, I was... There's multiple. You got to look up Kirby, Kirby Fighters? Fighters 2, dude. Kirby Fighters 2, the sequel. All right, Kirby Fighters 2 roster. <laughs> Mine is uh, Italian... Also, I was Italian just kidding earlier, street. by the way, about Blue Kirby sucks. It was a joke. <laughs> Alex <laughs> felt very guilty He didn't want freaking did. Eric to come bad. to his house. <laughs> I, it was a joke. And dox him. Um, my favorite Kirby's Kirby good. in Kirby Fighters 2 is Italian street youth Kirby with the yo-yo. <laughs> that, is, that is mine. <laughs> Um, Little Jimmy. My biggest experience with Kirby's is Kirby's uh, oh, All-Stars. I think racing, that Artist Kirby. It's Artist Kirby. Yo, Artist Kirby's high tier, dude. I'm Very down cute. for Artist. Honestly, honestly, the... Oh. 
There's what about, also special, the, what about the, special rare hat Kirby with the sword with the knife? Yeah, <laughs> Dude, the, like the freaking like straight up Link Kirby? No, I'm talking. I'm gonna put it. No, I know. Kirby. I'm just bringing up another Kirby. Easy cowboy Kirby. <laughs> no, please, please send that over. I'm putting this in the group chat because this is hysterical. This has big. What is that? It's a knife energy. Like it's so oh good. Wait, this is amazing. Somebody made a tier list already, dude. Gooey is is quad S tier. He's the best in the. But this is game. like this is like a, a competitive tier list. This isn't even <laughs> like. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm saying he's quad S tier. He's unbeatable. I like the Kirby Gooey. with the wrestling mask, like the the one. Luchador the Kirby, yeah, yeah. What's the That's worst cute. Kirby though? The worst Kirby is freaking Bandana D. I hate Bandana D. <laughs> I can't stand. Yeah, why? These it's not their game, bro. What are you? Doing I can't here? stand people that are like you know who I really want Smash Brothers. Ban- yeah, I could have just left it there. I just that, hate people. You know, you know, it's the best Smash Brothers. It was like who I want for DLC, Bandana D. You're dumb. You're not allowed to play video games anymore. <laughs> You're dumb. Just, just, <laughs> you just get out of here. Just stop saying things forever. <laughs> uh, that's good. I like that. But yeah, no. Bandana D wars, Kirby. I'll hear no arguments to the contrary. No, um, Scootish. Scootish. And he says, should companies like Nintendo be more vocal about how much COVID has affected their workflow? Do you think no. that would satiate the fans that are constantly angry about not getting what they want? No. No. <laughs> no. Because I think the reason why a, fans are satiated is because they're stupid. <laughs> you you have a make single brain smarter. cell. You know that COVID <laughs> has affected the entire world. Obviously, have some compassion and know that things are harder. Well, not yeah, even I, that. Just like it takes like literally like like bro we we all make stuff on the internet right and even that like on multiple episodes of the okay beast podcast i've been like hey guys if we don't sound like we're feeling it it's because the world's on fire yeah, dude. i'm not sorry for feeling this way and if you don't feel this way then you probably live in space because that's the only place where this is getting are you on are you on the the space station right now that's the only way that's the yeah. thing that's even worse about it though because i think they know that that the world is on fire and that's why they expect for these companies to do more than even a normal year because this is a pretty typical year for nintendo some people even now like as far as like releases that have happened not the cadence of how they announce them um but quality of the year and and like franchises that are represented and stuff like that it's pretty typical um but People want more because they're home more. <laughs> so they're like, yeah. you're supposed to entertain me. And because I need to be entertained more, you need to work more. <laughs> they're not allowed to be affected by the pandemic because if they're affected, then that makes our experience worse. You know, like that whole stupid thing. Yep. Again, you can't explaining something to someone calmly and rationally will not change the fact that they're stupid. Yeah, because <laughs> so, they're already no. dumb. Like, just the fact that they're complaining yeah. about this, it, they're already un- unreasonable because it's not hard to understand that you can't even go outside. You think a, a, yeah. a, a major, like, um, production that, that yeah. involves several comp- uh, like countries and people, like, th- this is a very complicated thing to, to do when, when the world's not on fire, but yep. people can't go outside. So how are you going to accomplish something like that, that complex, when the world's on fire, dude? Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Uh, a very salty snail. 
graces our presence and says, like Kirby Fighters 2, what other spin-off sequels do you think Nintendo has up their sleeve? Personally, I think Feder oh shoot, I think Federation Force would be more well received now that we have a real Metro game on the horizon. You know what? That's a good point. Arguably. I think that's a good point. That's something that Parker was talking about and we talked about it uh, on the podcast where a lot of people were like down on the Nintendo Direct mini showcases and stuff like yeah. that. But after we got the last few announcements, the Mario 3D All-Stars and the Hyrule Warriors um, Age of Calamity, mm-hmm. people were like, all right, this year's cool or whatever, dude. We can have whatever you guys want now. And yeah. then people were super hype about the next mini Direct showcase and it didn't really matter what got announced, but it was received well regardless. Yeah. Although I would argue that even then, that, that Direct was probably a little bit better than the rest of the mini showcases. Um, but it was good for sure. All Solid. around, I think that giving people what they, what they think they want before you give them what you think they want will make them more receptive of the thing that you think they want. <laughs> yeah. I'm just waiting for the Direct where we find out Mass Effect is getting remastered, the trilogy, and coming to Switch. That would Man, be a great game to, to have on to Switch, do one of those. That's what I thought, yeah. See, but EA. I never dumb. played them either. I never played EA's them. EA's big dumb. So what they're going to do yeah. is they're going to announce it on every other system that can already play these games through backwards compatibility and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they'll get their sales for that, and the Switch fans that are like, oh, we're never going to get this game. We'll buy the game on the other platforms. And then eight months later, it'll come out on Switch, and then they'll be like, but freaking Commander Shepard can be Mario. $60. <laughs> like, yep. that's what's going to happen. <laughs> I'm calling <sighs> it now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Commander Shepard and Smash Pog. Poggers, dude. Pog-y. What if we did that? That'd be pretty crazy, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. He'll probably be either bad or too good. <laughs> There's two <laughs> possibilities for DLC. The either you're broken or yeah. you suck. <laughs> yeah. Duncan says, no question for me this week. My brain is potato salad today. Just want to nice. say I love you boys and hope you're do- all doing well. Thank you, Duncan. Love you too, Duncan. Love you, Duncan. Even though you're not allowed to get shouted out on this show. Yeah, no shout outs, but you're no cool. No shout outs allowed. <laughs> but you are cool in a non-shout out way. It's true. Not shouting you out, but Duncan shoot. Cool. <laughs> Not a shout out, a shootout. We hate you, but <laughs> <laughs> Bianca Wick says, "Which game have you spent the least hours playing, and why do you hate it?" <laughs> what? <laughs> How do? Why Alex seems like he has an answer. I'm like the games that no, I, I don't. I don't. I don't invest I don't, time in games I don't like. Yeah, like if I hate it. Hold on, let me look like, at my Switch. There's probably something. I there. have. I have games. I have games that I invest a lot of time in that i still play that i hate <laughs> there's that's a different answer but like games that i stopped playing because i hated them um, i feel like i couldn't tell you because i don't care about them i don't really there's i don't really i'm very good now at knowing if i'm gonna vibe with a game and so i don't really have games that i hate because i don't play yeah. games that i wouldn't like right. so the best i can give you is games that just didn't work for me mm-hmm. and i and everyone else liked it a lot uh carrion that just wow. came out from Revolver. Uh, it didn't wow. hit for me. It didn't. I mean, I, I respect no, I'm about it. to say something that's going to make gamers mad too. I didn't like a hat in time. I hate that game. Game sucks. Yeah. <laughs> but specifically, specifically, that I game also it. made. Isn't that game uh, endorsed Jontron and Jontron's a horrible yeah, racist? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think they removed probably, them. Yeah, I think they 
they were moving. Doesn't 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 help that they didn't take the ten minutes to search of John. Yeah, why didn't why did work with him in the first place? <laughs> like, bro, That's I hate that. Like, guys, we did the effort to to rewind to this mistake, bro. It literally takes a ten second Google. <laughs> like, you don't get a you don't get like if I throw That's up in the guy. middle of the flo- of my friend's floor and then <laughs> I clean it up, my friend doesn't go, bro. <laughs> you cleaned it up. I'm proud, bro. It's like what? He's like, why, bro. You have an alcohol house. problem. You why? Yeah, why like, leave you my get help. Yeah, <laughs> on a Tuesday, bro. Leave yeah. my house. You know what I mean? So that, that's that's my opinion on that game. But um, yeah, I feel like I'm in the same way as um, as Alex. Where like I know based off of the game, where I'm like, oh, like I'm probably gonna vibe. But just by looking at a game, like I'm gonna like this or like the gameplay loop. Yeah. Oh. Or, like, there are some games where I like the gameplay loop, but I just never go back to. Like, I was going to say Death Stranding is a game that I really liked in the moment, and I've been wanting to go back, but I haven't gone back yet. But that, that's different than me hating it. You know what mm. I mean? Yeah. I think that this is more common for people that don't do what we do. That's they, true, yeah. We get games, and we don't feel obligated to finish them because we get games, you know? Like, we're going to get – whether we buy them or not, there's going to be something else to play, <laughs> you know? Whereas – other people, it's like, I spent $60 on this or even $30 or $20. I'm going to play it, you know? Oh, but regardless of me and like talking about games on a podcast or not, like if I am miserable playing a game, whether I was doing this or not, there's nothing on this planet Earth that will force me to finish a game just because I put money into it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, if I'm it, I'm already, I call it a loss. I, I trade it in. I sell it on eBay, whatever. Or if I'm if it's digital, I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, yeah, oh, Final Fantasy VII remake. I much respected that game. I just didn't, it's not my kind of game, uh, at least yeah. like where I'm at in it. And I probably put in six to eight hours and I'm, I was like, I'm good. Wow, dude, you're still, you're still eating the salad or whatever, dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> like the you're, salad you're doesn't taste that, that good. Yeah. That's um, valid. That's valid. And like, and I'm not hating on it. That's just like my experience, right? And I choose yeah. to use my time otherwise. Alex says that it's a waste of time to play Final Fantasy. You heard it here first. You I heard it here that. first. Yeah. I, exactly, I said that exactly. Dude. I hate weebs. <laughs> damn. I hate weebs. I had to, I thought, I was like, wait, am I allowed to say damn on my show? <laughs> no, no, bro, it's your show. Uh, Cowboy, D5, from the Discord. We're in the Discord questions Ooh, now. Nice. And super early for this week's podcast. Oh, by the way, you don't got to wait. People in Discord, you don't have to wait to ask questions. For me to say ask questions you can just ask them whatever dude we'll pull them uh we'll find them that's what cowboy did he just asked a question <laughs> he said hypothetically because their track records makes me believe they won't but what if they made bethesda games xbox and game pass exclusive how much does that shake up the next gen landscape to continue the line of thought what if Nintendo bought Sega? Should it happen? Could it happen? And would you be excited? Also, which Sega series should be revived first? Uh, so let's uh, let's approach the first. We kind of talked about first. all these things actually <laughs> in the middle of the yes, show. We did, yeah. but like, will will Nintendo buy Sega? No, but no. it would be cool if it happened because then you'd actually have Persona games coming to the Switch. That would be cool, but mm-hmm. it won't happen. Um, wh- how would the landscape change if they made these games exclusive? Uh, it wouldn't change because Bethesda games come out once every hundred years and they run like they're on Windows DOS. So I don't think it's going to change anything. I'd argue it would change for the better for Xbox in the long run. I think people would be mad, but I think that they would have a, fr- like they would have they franchises that mattered. Yeah. Like that. But now people still have the perception where it's like, I'm still not buying an Xbox because I could play this on Windows or, you know, like that whole thing. Mm. It's like, um, I bet. 
So I, I think that in that hypothetical world where they bought the franchise, the, the, um, the studios and the IP, yeah. and they approached it like a traditional game uh, platform holder would, uh, that it would be a bigger deal than it is now, or not a bigger deal because it's going to make them money regardless. It <laughs> arguably would make them more money doing it this yeah. way. Um, but it will move the needle more in the, the perception of gamers, you know? Um, and as far as the Nintendo buying Sega thing, I, I mean, I think that maybe one day it could. I don't know if it would unless Sega, like, needed it, <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, like Sega's yeah. going under. Yeah. yeah. The Nintendo's we'll like, the blue right, man. well, we'll save the blue we'll bail Sonic out, fine, you know? Um, it's like in an anime when the two rivals go head-to-head. It's like Mario v. Sonic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then the when, you least expect it, when you least expect it, Orochimaru, he's about to kill, I don't know, Sasuke. And then Naruto's like, no. you have... Quote, I haven't I watched. Alex <laughs> I was about to say I was about to say it. Betrayed by himself. Betrayed by myself. When ba- I haven't gotten to it yet, but like when Bakugo and and Deku team up, it's like you know what I mean. It's they're unstoppable. Yeah, yeah we're Sasuke. Like, nobody's allowed Naruto to kill you, back. dweeb, except for me, Deku. Yeah. Like that's I what that's I can't wait till I team up. Also, I can't wait till I team up with my high school bully. My windows are open. My neighbor walked by and thought, and they looked in the windows. And You're doing windows. VO for the next uh, My Hero Snackadamia, dude. That's it's it, dude. true. It's true. Good point. Uh, Kushal, Kushal, Parker said his name right. I don't remember how Parker said it. I'm sorry. Do you like seafood? I love it. It's been forever since I've had good fresh seafood. Hell yeah, baby. Lived in I like, live on I a like coastal seafood. city now. From the, sea, I like, from the East Coast. I like seafood. I can't say I love it because, like, there's some seafood that I'm like, ah, I'm good on that. And it's I, mostly, I see, like, that... I don't really like lobster and I don't really like cl- crab because I don't like dissecting my food as I'm eating it. Yeah, yeah that's valid. I, like, I think that the majority of food in general um, is a mix between cultural and, um, and preparation. Like, mm-hmm. I, when I went to Japan... I was like mid on seafood and then I had some of the wild, like I had like fugu, which is um, poisonous uh, urchin. Yeah. I had um, fish eggs. I had um, like all these foods that I normally wouldn't have had that were seafood related. And because of the way they were prepared, it was delicious. Mm-hmm. Like, but if I had gotten that at like in America or a place where like maybe it wasn't as common to prepare these foods, it would be bad. Right. And I think mm-hmm. that's where the majority of people in America get those really bad experiences from. Um, and then the cultural thing when it comes to food, like it might just be a thing where like your family doesn't eat a lot growing up and then you like eat it as an adult and you're like, oh, I'm not used to this texture. It takes, it might take you a couple times yeah. to get used to it. That's right. how it is with me and uh, Thai food. No matter what, like I, Cowdy bought uh, Thai food yesterday for dinner and I smell it. I was like, oh, this smells really good. I want to try it. And she's like, oh, you hate Thai food. Watch out. You're not going to like it. I took a small sip and my brain goes, this is good food. And then my eye started to twitch and I was like, this this tastes we I oh I can't eat it I can't eat it and I just couldn't eat it like it was for the life of me your body rejected it uh, pretty much and but that's again like if I had more growing up or if I kept on eating those combination of, of flavors over and over again I'd get used to it so right yeah. so yes but Seafood good asterisk <laughs> yes uh Derp Marcos says the Halloween update came out for Animal Crossing uh, excitement. Okay, <laughs> but when is a real <laughs> update going to come out for the game that's not an event-related theme, like a bigger island or a new store or store upgrade? I might be impatient, but I would really like to get new villagers, but not get rid of my current ones now and have a reason to play the game after I finish the event for the month. 
Um, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to get like a bigger island or anything like that. Yeah. But I, I can see best. like a content update um, in some way, shape, or form. Here's a bunch of new. Like in know, a year, you know, like whatever, the year yeah. anniversary. I can see them doing something like that. Yeah. Um, Maybe but, one or two new villagers or something. Yeah. Like some of the old ones coming back. Because uh, I know some of them were teased, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, what's his name on the, the Earth Day getaway? Maybe yeah. get away. Forget and there's there are like people looking through code and finding villagers and and uh like facilities and stuff beforehand. Uh-huh. Like we knew about um Rad or Red. Red or Rad. Uh-huh. I don't remember. I haven't Rad. played the game in, in years. It <laughs> feels like. But the freaking Fox Man. Mm-hmm. We heard about him beforehand because people look through the source code. Or not source code, the you know, no, this, I like DNA. the source code better. They look, they look through it. They look they, through the they, data mining game. The yeah, there but um, the files. That's that, dude. That's that. Grimhane said, "Which one Grimhane. of you is the imposter?" <laughs> Hashtag it's, among it's, us. It's it's me, bro. 100%. No, we already established that it wasn't you. you no, it's me. One hundred percent. You weren't it's me. It's, it's always not, me. It's not Ian. It's Alex. It's one hundred percent Alex. Well, no, dude. Every every single time I play this game like among us, it is I take the blame early on and then I just become the most aggressive person early <laughs> and I kill someone so obviously that it gives the other people free reign. So I am definitely- I played among us last imposters. night with my family. I, <laughs> I like had so many clean games as imposter. I was just like, I was on my A game. <laughs> and these are the it's, people that know me the most. They know when I'm lying. And I was just like Zen. I was like, I'm here to kill. You entered, <laughs> entered a flow state. You entered the game of I'm shifting into sicko mode. See, yeah, here's, the th- here's the thing. Now I'm suspicious of both of you. You're both imposters. Be because Alex, I'm saying, I agree. Before before we started, before we started, I was like, "Where's he?" Like, "Oh, we just got away for Ian." And then Alex, like his actual words were like, "Ian's doing a task." I was like, "Okay, so we know he's not the imposter." But oh now I think God. you're both imposters. Doing a task. I think so you're both speak, imposters now. Speaking of that, by the way, um, I edited a video that I was in with Bob for his thing, and mm-hmm. I noticed that I pulled the same exact strategy when I played with Alex, when Alex and I were imposters, where I just killed someone accidentally outright, and then just was like, I did it, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I can't, there's nothing I can do, bro. I did it. And, and me and Alex did the same exact thing, where I killed someone, he killed someone, I killed someone, and I was like, guys, you saw me, man. I was in the bed, bro. My bad. And then Alex is like, I don't, good golly, I don't know who it could be. And then we easily won that, and this Bob did the same exact thing in the one that I recorded. So I decided that I am literally you're you're bad cop i'm good cop i'm yeah i'm best worst imposter like I, on a team i'm 100 success rate alone like with someone i don't know who doesn't know me it is zero mm-hmm. percent i can't do it if i'm the last one alive as imposters i will lose if i'm the first one out we instant win i just need i need somebody that's more devious than me so like i won when i was on the team with wood because i could ju- you know i could just live my life dude that's what i do in among us i just live my life and that makes me suspicious regardless of what, what I am. So I need somebody exactly. that, that's freaking evil in their heart. So I can win. <laughs> the darkness deep inside. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then for the final question, Rock and Val says, how do you guys feel about GameStop closing more stores? I might go back to work at GameStop, but I don't know what the new normal will be. Um, they're going to have a boon a little bit with the next gen, you know? Yeah. They will have like, that'll kind of add a little bit more time to their clock, you know? Um, yeah. but it's definitely like, I wouldn't expect to be there for, you know, 10 years. Okay. 
Five Hear me years. out. I'm not Hear sure. Me out. Here's how we save GameStop. Ready? Here's how. Okay, we do it, I'm right? ready. It gets bought out by Best Buy, mm-hmm. and we change. No, but I'm I'm being serious. And okay. we change the name to like, be, like, like Best Buy Mini or like, like adjust the name or adjust the colors or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then you can have it so that when you go to to a GameStop, you're only getting either like really cheap Chinese T-shirts of of game characters you like you're getting Funko Pops or you're getting a system, right? Now, mm-hmm. replace all the stuff that means absolutely nothing and then replace it with like actually good headphones or actually good speakers or like good keyboards or like an inventory that would be somewhat comparable gamer-wise to, you know, a Best Buy. And then suddenly you're like, oh, I'll go here. Boutique items. Yeah, like because right now they're playing of. to the lowest common denominator and then yeah. the average gamer, right? And I feel like that's why to get more niche or specific yeah yeah but i'm saying for us like if i never go to a GameStop again it'll be too soon right mm-hmm. so that either they keep trying to apply to the lowest common denominator all the way down to the very bottom like or why aren't you stocking they, like all of elgato's lineup you know what i mean like stream that's like, what i'm saying or yeah. like yeah. Or ready ready you put a gamer because i can never find those maybe this is but you put in like like, you know how you go to, like, the Geek Squad or whatever, and it's like they tell you, like, what shit you want to buy? They have – or, sorry, what stuff you want to buy? buy back. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm still not I'm editing sorry. this. I'm not editing it, dude. So if Apple gets okay. mad, so, it's your fault. <laughs> sorry. Um, so, then, uh, so then you imagine a scenario where you're, like, it's like a streamer, like, setup. Like, it's like almost like you're test driving a car. You're like, all right, here's the size of the desk you should want. Right? They'll have, like, an adjustable desk. You have, like, the gamer chair. You have, like, multiple models. You have, like, the different lights or whatever. Like, that, I feel like that would actually be pretty useful for someone who just got into streaming this year. Like, I would have loved to have gone into a, a place and be like, hey, I have this size desk. I have this chair. What is the cheapest and different levels of lighting that I can do that is not just Elgato? Like, maybe they, like, get like random lights from like other boutiques and put them there right um or like oh i have this one keyboard i want to upgrade or like why don't they start selling like um mechanical keyboard switches i mean like the the possibilities are endless um and i feel like if they don't switch up then it's going to be a you know a hard um a hard sell for them i mean so a friend of mine has uh like almost like the um internet cafes in japan you know oh yeah has one of those in a local mall and oh. that's what I thought the next step of GameStop was like doing something like that, where it becomes more about like the social aspect. Cause that's what everybody is like, like what they bemoan about the end of GameStop. It's like, Oh, I have like, I'm really close friends with people that work there. And like, we talk about games and stuff like that. That's the value in that company that they're not using. Yeah. And something that he tried to do in his, um, shop specifically was also have a part of it that's like geared towards streamers and content creators and stuff like that they can't mm. afford to be like really good at it um so he mm. has like setups and stuff where it's almost like the the streaming booths at like packs and stuff you like go that. there you pay a fee and you you stream for two right so i mean like, bro that actually that would be pretty nutty like if you're like oh i don't have the equipment to, i don't want to buy a camera i don't want to buy this or whatever but i want to stream once a week you're like, all right i'm gonna buy out like this for an hour and a half yeah. or you then- get a membership plan or whatever where you pay thirty dollars a month or that something. would be rad you know? and, and like you could learn how like and you could have someone there that's like a geese squad guy like hey here's how like like the fuck bleh, sorry did it again. I, I didn't say i didn't i said i said uh, i didn't say the whole thing um it's like the things at um the genius bar right where you go and they yeah. teach you how to do your thing but hey listen here's the time for the um 
the time for you to learn how to stream for the first hour. I'll teach you how OBS works. I'll teach you the best sites to kind of uh, compartmentalize these different things you need to know about. And then you can stream for an hour. You can either have the membership for a month to stream just here, or we can sell you some used stuff on the, on the cheap end for you to get used to or whatever. Like, I feel like that is like, that would be a genius thing, but I, I don't know how willing they're, there they are. I honestly kind of, think that the timing is all messed up for them. Like they, yeah. they, they had, um, there was like some leaked videos that um, got posted on YouTube a while ago where they were testing something similar. Not this whole streamer aspect. That was just something that I was like, they, they should also do this. Um, yeah. But the whole like internet cafe um, idea. Um, they were testing that in some of their stores right before mm-hmm. COVID stuff happened. <laughs> but now it's like, this is a thing. And I'm not trying to go to no freaking internet cafe in the next three years, dude. Like, Definitely not. Definitely not. No way. Yeah. No, not happening. So rip GameStop, the long mm-hmm. and short of it, you know. RIP. Gamer salute. You had a good run. Or maybe you didn't. I don't know. You, know. you did. Haven't gone. Mm-hmm. I haven't been in a GameStop. For, that's not true. I go to GameStop now. GameStop is exclusively for my my Joy-Con because it's really? easier, it's easier than dealing with the whole Nintendo shipping it out and stuff like that. I just bought a set of Joy-Con with their warranty, and whenever I get Joy-Con drift, I'm like, here's Joy-Con. Here's the eight dollars or whatever to renew the the warranty. Give me the thing. That's yeah. smart. That's a giga brain play right there. That's like the only purpose GameStop has in my life. <laughs> so, and I mean, that's helping them more than a lot of other things because the warranties is just free money for them most times. <laughs> True. They're like, oh, you it's want the this $3 warranty on this game that you're never going to play after you beat it the first time? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, man, that's the last question. That's the end of this show. Everybody, go check out Ian. And also Alex on OK Beast and also on their individual Twitters. All that stuff is in the description. All of it. Also, check out the OK Beast podcast. It's on OKBeast.com. It's going up. All major podcast platforms. Whatever you listen to this on, we're there. It's true. Me and Bob were on there. We talked Mm -hmm. about salad. It was a good time. And we 3D did. All-Stars in depth. Go, that too. go to your local Target. Go to the podcast aisle. We're right next to the yes. chips. It's true. That's it. It's true. Thanks for watching. If you're watching on YouTube, do all the YouTube stuff. You know. You know. You know what the YouTube Kisses. stuff is. Goodbye. <laughs>